few swimmers going well. And it is Same, the Egyptian. Fantastic swim. Caught everybody by surprise. I don't know if I could celebrate this, honestly. I swam in one pool, actually. That was the have bromine instead of chlorine. What? Bromine and luck. And on that note, that's why Egyptians are funnier. That's why Egyptians are funnier. You stick to free pasta. Make let us yeah, let, let, us the, let, yeah, let us do the jokes. <laughs> yeah, got it. He was pretty outspoken about everything. Ahmed who? Ali. Ahmed Ali. Ahmed, oh, Muhammad Ali Airport? Wrote like a butterfly, sing like a bee. Yeah, no, I know Muhammad Ali. Bro, you sure but this guy's You just don't Arab? know his name when he says in Arabic? <laughs> Muhammad Ali. No, I didn't I hear what he Muhammad said. Muhammad Ali. No, I just heard Muhammad. I didn't hear after, what was after that. And I texted him, I was like, help. I just swallowed a whole bottle of etc. To my friends on the group chat. Help me. The first thing I did when I landed, they were like, hey, can I see your passport? Yeah, come follow us. Here in the States? Yes. Some of the Federalis? No way. Already? It was not. It was not the Federalis. <laughs> they said they were not the Federalis. Uh, <laughs> that's exactly what the, that, the That's what the Federalis <laughs> say. <laughs> no. Don't worry, we're not the Federalis. Fed boys. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we're, yeah no, we're not. Turns not. out, you were. <laughs> yeah. 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 Narrator. Athletes are a source of inspiration. And I believe it's kind of like a moral obligation, like you said. You have a platform, you, go, you, you use it the better way. And after you win first in the Olympics, Holding the Palestinian flag on the on the podium, yes, sir. Uh, it's it's gonna change the world, man. And just like and you, you've done a lot, and I think you're gonna keep doing um, so. oh, some some really big things. It's been a really mentally tough week for me. I've been getting death threats. Uh, people have been attacking me all week for supporting Palestine. Uh, my family goes to sleep not knowing if I'm going to wake up tomorrow or somebody's going to break in my room. And uh, honestly, I don't know. I don't know if I should celebrate this or not. My brothers and sister are being killed in Palestine right now. I'm, I'm praying on that just because it's the cause I'm standing for. What episode is this? Nine? Episode nine. Did you guys so, already... Okay. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Habibi House podcast, episode nine. This is the Arab American Podcast, and today we have a very special guest. Very, very, very special guest today. All the way from Egypt? If, if every guest is a very special guest, does that mean that they're just normal guests? No, because we only bring special guests. That's, and that's and what this it is. one is a very, very, very Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we have to make it clear that okay. it's like a very, no, very man, Way to have, ruin my <laughs> intro. Go, try. You try this time. No, I'm saying we have Abdurrahman Al-Arabi, who is our first athlete, number one, which is very, very, like, monumental, I think, and important because... Um, People like athletes. People love sports. People love hearing what y'all have to say. You guys do the work, so you're respected. And so people want to hear the th psychology, the psyche, the thoughts of an athlete. And you're a very successful one, right, Alta? Yeah, he's, he's a very successful one. You've gone very viral recently as well. Yeah, um, I did, unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately? Why, unfortunately? Not unfortunately. It's like, you know, when I look at this, kind of like, all these, all this amount of followers that I gain, it's like I kind of want to feel good for it because, like, I feel like I did something good, but I didn't do it for the followers, you know. Right. Like, if if I had got two hundred and like fifty thousand followers for winning World Cup alone, I would I would think like, okay, this is awesome. Like, I I worked for this, I put the work for this, and this is what I wanted from this. But like when I said what I said, it was not really for the followers. Like I went to bed. Yeah, I went to bed. I was like, you know. 
my swimming career is over. They're going to like actually like ban me from the federation. Had the feeling right away? Yeah. And I was talking with my friend actually on the phone. I was like, Kareem, bro, I'm either like my swimming career is going to be like over or like I'm going to be probably like the most famous pe- mm-hmm. person in the Middle East right yeah. now. Like there's no in between. What I did, because like I knew I like, I kind of like messed up when I like, I looked at the stands and I saw my coach was like, oh, like, Really? <laughs> no way. Because he's like my dad. Uh, okay. Yeah. And like, you know. Yeah. And like. Your dad wouldn't have had that reaction though. Your dad would have been like, hey, I'm. Honestly, no. Because no, really? my, my, my mom was freaking out. Mm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. No, for parents, more for your safety. Parents, though, yeah, right. right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Less was, about. Yeah, she like, was freaking out for my safety for like, you know, as an athlete, you don't want to get in politics or religion or all mm. these things. You'd lose like, you know. Um, unless you're like you that's your thing right like you yeah. really lean into it um, or unless unless you have like that really good foundation of followers and Yo, like, right. it's the egypt's in the house <laughs> yeah, we got we got security security we got security we got security we need someone security 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 <laughs> It doesn't fit. <laughs> size too small. <coughs> One or two sizes. Atufa. Come sit down to me. That's what my mom calls me. Atufa. Atufi. Atufi. Tough, tough. What's your nickname? Hari- Haridi. That's the nickname. How'd Harim, you come up no, with? Where, where, does, where did Haridi come from? Haridi. Uh, yeah, have you guys seen Morgan Ahmed Morgan in the movie? Yeah, it's like some of course. Of it. Yeah. You said it was a goalkeeper. Yeah, or the goalkeeper with the big ears. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's how I play soccer. Because that's how bad I am. Goalkeeper? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So back to. So yeah. What What was it? So what was it that you said in when you won in your victory speech that was so controversial? Honestly, I was like, I was just so heated, and like the guys like, Abdurrahman, congratulations, pretty rapid swim. How do you feel about that? And I actually like just said what I felt, like you know. Uh, I, I didn't know if I could celebrate and like it's been a, like a really mentally tough week and like you know I got like threats and like people attacking me for supporting Palestine and it was like before that or after that before that oh okay before that so you, you were posting you, online before yes, that? yes yes yeah why you is it why did you say it like what what, what, what made, made you say it what made me support Palestine from the beginning no no like what made you use that platform to say that Honestly, I, 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 I don't know. I think it's just something just came out of the heart, you know. It's, it's like, because if you look at the video, it's like you were like out of breath, the adrenaline, you were just they, they take you, they take yeah. you right, right after the, the race. Water, yes. Yeah. Like, he, <laughs> you get yeah. out the, if you watch, if you yeah. watch the full version when like I swim and then he takes me like, I, I get out, you have to get out from the side. And as soon as I get out from the side, he's like, yo, <laughs> wait. no, first he's like, how do I pronounce your name? And I was like, Abdurrahman. He's like. I uh, will figure it out. And then he was like, come yeah. here. And then he was like, all right, man. Uh, you know, <laughs> all right, man. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, he was Australian. He did it, like, with a little axe. He's like, rapid. <laughs> yeah, rapid. And what did he yeah. ask you? Like, how do you feel? Yeah, he was like, uh, I think it was how do I feel. John, if you're watching this, thanks for the interview. Yeah. Shout oh. out to John. Shout out John. Australian. Um, and then you said, I can't celebrate this because of my brothers and sisters in Palestine and what's going on to them. And that was what was so inflammatory. Yes, yes. Apparently that was anti-Semitic. Why do you think, how do you think Whoa. that's inflammatory to say that you can't celebrate because there are literal people dying and they're your brothers and sisters? Hey, hey, calm down, calm down. 
Bro, but, relax. <laughs> Excuse you. That's a loaded question. I feel a little uh, silenced. Go ahead. Honestly, I, I, I don't really know. Um, I think people, like what you did with the episode, for if, can you be pro-Israeli pro and pro-Palestinian at the same time? Um, the they change, they, by the way, they changed the title after a day. Really? Yeah, yeah. Sound because like of Jubilee all the, the backlash. Right? Yeah, yeah. I didn't really watch the full thing. I just watched, you know, a couple snippets of it. But, like, people think that for for you to celebrate Palestinians, that means you want all the – everybody else in the world to die. Right, right. You support Palestinians, you want anybody else to die. It yeah. doesn't care what religion they follow, what yeah. nationality they hold. Because, in a matter of fact, Israel doesn't only have Jewish people. It's, yeah, there are Christians living there too. What is and there? Muslims. Is there any other cause that if you support a people that if you support, you're considered violent? Like without questions asked, you just say shout out to X, and you get a backlash. Besides Palestine, I wouldn't say that much of a backlash. Um, yeah, what was the what was the reaction? Unless of? you say like shout out to the KKK. And I have, an, I have an interesting segue to that because before Notre Dame, you went to Louisville, right? Yeah. yeah. So the airport in Louisville is named after who? Hamad Ali Airport. Yeah. Who? And I, I believe that guy was pretty outspoken about certain things, right? So He was pretty outspoken about everything. Hamad who? Ali. Hamad Ali. Muhammad, oh, Muhammad Ali Airport? Low, like a butterfly sting like a bee? Yeah, no, I know Muhammad Ali. But, oh, you sure this guy's You just don't Arab? know his name when he says it in Arabic? Muhammad <laughs> 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 Ali? No, I didn't hear what he Muhammad said. Muhammad Ali. <laughs> no, I just heard Muhammad. I didn't hear after, what was after that, but it's named after him. Yeah. The airport, yeah. Muhammad Ali yeah. Airport? Yeah. yeah. He's, from, he's from Kentucky. He was, he's from Louisville. There's no the Muhammad idea. Ali Center. I there. noticed that when we were booking your flight. I'm like, oh, that's cool. So yeah. I think you going to Louisville and, you know, there's just that connection and his... He was so like standing on business, you know what I mean? When it came when it came to that, he even with Islam and and, and being against the the war in Vietnam and all of that, he was he he got a lot of backlash for for it. So he's an athlete that like when when they tell LeBron, well LeBron's I don't know, but like when they say like shut up and dribble or like don't you know shut up and swim, don't yeah. don't be political. Uh, I don't like they're just trying to silence you. Yeah, he was gonna. He was supposed to go to the war, and then they made yeah. him quit boxing for a couple of years. You look up to Muhammad Ali. Is he one of the best athletes of all time? You think, or who who, who, are, your, who are your favorite athletes if not him? See, this is gonna be an interesting thing. I would say I don't really follow sports that much. I do right. sports. I just don't follow sports. I can relate to that actually. You know, yeah, it's like overdoing something. Yeah, do you I know. Do you know who Michael Phelps is? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. He's that weed smoker, right? <laughs> no, no, Subway sandwich. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of the same thing. Like, yeah. Usain Bolt. Usain yeah. Bolt used to smoke weed. No, I'm too. just saying, like, they made such a big deal about it. Like, everyone, you know. Yeah, I mean, everyone then he won, like, six gold yeah. medals or something. I think it was his DUI that made it very controversial. Mm. Have you guys seen the Way to Gold, the documentary? So he made, he made a documentary about mental health. Okay. And he, like, Actually, there are some people that it's a very powerful documentary, and the, one of them, I don't remember the name, um, but he died after he took his own life after the documentary. Uh, one of the athletes that was okay. in the documentary, <clears throat> like a, like a, his te- like a, one of the teammates of you, he was I think he was a snowboarder, mm. uh, and he went to a couple of Winter Olympics. I love how almost like folding. 
back yeah. background. <laughs> he's doing uh, he's doing laundry back there. Laundry, yeah. <laughs> but um, in 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 the in the documentary, he talked about his DUI and how like one simple mistake for an athlete or anybody that is like somehow discredits everything. Like because he got one DUI, that means we. And was it under the influence of alcohol or the weed? I think he only talked about the influence of alcohol. So I feel like again, they usually give you it's for alcohol usually. Yeah. Um, So speaking of like the athletes and athletes speaking up and what you did, do you think that athletes have a responsibility or is it more of a privilege for them to get to like impact social issues and and speak up? Like how, how married do you feel to the idea of having using your platform to influence? Or are they separate things? Okay. I feel like people like athletes because they inspire people. If you ever seen, there's this movie up in the air where George Clooney asked the guys like, why do people like athletes? And then the guy is like, because they bang um, bikini models. He's like, no, this is why we like athletes. And like, no, kids like athletes because they follow their dreams and they do big things and they impose a change on um, the society. Like this is, for example, why I talk about mental health. And and me talking about mental health inspired me to talk about everything else in my life. You know, if I can talk about like the worst things that ever happened to me, and like the weakest point of my life, then I feel like it kind of goes hand in hand, especially being a mental health advocate. Like you advocate for a human, you know, you put like, we keep screaming like human before athlete, human before student athlete, human before doctor, human before whatever. So like it came, it kind of came in hand, hand in hand when I talked about, you know, civilians being killed. Yeah. Well, we want to definitely touch on the mental health subject, but before that, let's go back to the beginning. Like, how how did you like even growing up in like you know go uh, being you're you're born in Egypt, right? Yeah, you always okay. ask this question. Going back to yeah, the, beginning. the beginning, let's start at the beginning. The inception. <laughs> what day were you born, and yeah. at what time? What's so your horoscope? Can, yeah, what are you? <laughs> What's your moon rising? Or sun, yeah, we need to know so I can well, judge I actually, you. I actually know these. Okay, let's I go. It's because you're. Yeah, never you're, mind. You're in college <laughs> in America. Never mind, never mind. What is it? We'll get there. Before uh, you tell us what's the, your sign? The, 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 the entire origin story, <laughs> just one one last point on like the athletes. Who 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 do you think are some of the athletes have done like I know you said you don't watch too much sports, but like that have made an impact socially. Like for example, I think of Ronaldo, like some of what he's been doing recently with donating to Gaza with a lot of the solidarity that he's been. Are there any others that you, that you I mean, Michael Phelps has his own foundation. It's the Michael Phelps Foundation. Tiger Woods had his own foundation. I actually studied Tiger Woods Foundation this year, uh, and it's a scandal when he apparently cheated on his wife or something like that, and then he had to rebrand. And this is, again, this is, again, it's like a, it's, it's a messed up way to look at it. Like, an athlete cheats on his wife, and you discredit even his nonprofit foundation. Yep. Like, if he's helping kids get in school, Especially that he was targeting African-American kids, I think, in the area of, like, California, Arizona, something like that. But double-check me on that. But, like, because he cheats on his wife, you discredit what he does, even in the nonprofit sector. But, I mean, it, may, it might it's just true. seem hypocritical. It's you know, you have, you have, like, you do the nonprofit, but you're, you have, your morals are kind of uh, gray. It's like a gray area where you, you, you start that, but then you can go cheat on your wife, and that's fine. But... Th- 
but nobody's a freaking angel, bro. And like, yeah, we, we're understand. not, we're not saints. Like pe- the people that shit on, like Tiger Woods shitting on his wife, they're like, look, but he's going to start a nonprofit. But at the same time, like, you know, you see, dude, even the concept concept of dieting and like lifting, like they, yeah. they tell you, you got to allow yourself a cheat meal. Right. It's called a cheat meal. Right. Even though cheating is something that we stand against, but right, right. it's a cheat meal. I feel like people put athletes on a pedestal and then especially successful ones and they expect, just like with celebrities too, they expect you to be the superhuman and you can't make mistakes and you do get ostracized. And athletes put themselves there. Hence why yeah. athletes struggle so much with mental health. Like yeah. you, you create this alter ego of yourself or like you just even create this idea of yourself like I'm unbreakable. Because yeah, you have to be, yeah, yeah, and you can you have to like think about that to like to the point of like you know if I'm like for example if I'm pushing a set where like it gets me to the point that I want to throw up, or like I'm in the gym like and like I'm I feel like quitting but I'm like no I, I'm unbreakable I cannot right. be doing this yeah. and then it, it comes to the point that like even like it, when it messes with you mentally and you're like man I'm sad I'm tired I'm depressed I'm like think I want to kill myself, all these things. And then you're like, but I'm breakable. I'm on, I'm on, I'm unbreakable. I cannot be doing this. So it's good then the unbreakable mentality. It, it It's good. But again, everything is good in moderation and with balance. You've dealt yeah. with these kind of mental health sort oh, of issues. hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, we're gonna, if, if, we you do, if you do, if you do, yeah, if you do a three minute research about. No, we're gonna get into that. We have a whole segment about that. Yeah, Altif doesn't uh, do too much research. No, I just like to I show bet. up. Yeah. I bet. I bet. Um, Dude, I'm kind of like that too, honestly. Really? I mean, it's you know, I, I want to know who you are like as a person. Uh, just say you're lazy. Um, honestly, yeah. honestly, they, they <laughs> called you. They called I'm busy. Yeah. I'm busy. busy. But again, busy. I, I busy, can. I'll give. Dude, I'll give him. He is busy. He's a busy man. We're not busy though. I cannot. He's I an influencer. He, he has the most followers out of us, so he gets he gets away with a bit more than than we do. He's getting brought up followers. But uh, thank listen, you, I appreciate it. What about Kyrie Irving? Have you guys been seeing some of the stuff Kyrie? He's, he did the interview in a Kufia, one of the press conferences. I thought that was pretty sick. You know, he's putting on for us. What was that? Kyrie Irving, the basketball. He's a basketball. Basketball. Player. It's like when you throw I the saw, ball. I saw. I saw the video, the but hoop. again, I don't like. Again, I don't. I don't follow, follow too much. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't follow. I oh. follow cooking channels. That's what I've. That's nice. that's my shit. Nice. <laughs> who's the Who's the best cooking channel? Ah, uh, man, Gordon Ramsay. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Idiot sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. What are you, idiot sandwich? <laughs> Hollandaise sauce. Where the lamb sauce? <laughs> um, okay. Last question on this point before we move on on like your the comment that you made. Did you get? I know you said you obviously you didn't do it for the recognition, but mm-hmm. can you tell us a bit about the recognition that you received? Like, did you have middle Arab, you know, news stations reach out to you, want to get interviews with you? Did you have people reach out for statements? Besides the negative backlash, what was some of the positive backlash? There was a lot of positive backlash. Okay, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't think we would call it backlash. I don't know if that's like, the word. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> positive yeah. feedback. Front, yeah, there was a, yeah, there was a lot of positive. Like, tell uh, us about it, dude. My my favorite artists are not following me on Instagram. Like my favorite rap, Wegs is Gordon Ramsay. Your favorite artist? Unfortunately not. What are you talking about? Yeah. Guy Fieri, at least. Come on, little baby. No, flavor time. Little baby, not. Um, like I remember there was one day they were like somebody was like, dude, Jess Williams just posted you on your story. I'm like, who the fuck just Grey's <laughs> gra- yeah. Anatomy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. wow. Um like um, McSteamy or one of those guys. I don't know. No, Mc, no. And like Mc, it was it was Mc mainly Dreamy. people in Egypt. Uh singers, rappers, 
Drop some names for us. Uh, Maron Musa Wiggs. Dude, Maron Musa FaceTimed me one day when I was in Budapest. He was like, <laughs> nice. dude, me and, the, me, me and the boys want to say hi. And wow. I actually, uh, yeah, and I talked to them. It was, it was really awesome. Ahmed Kamil. Um, uh, who else? I think I think a good a good amount of you know people follow me. Uh, there was there was some newspaper that reached out and wanted to do interviews. Some of them like even were like yeah we'll pay you. But then honestly again, I felt like if I did it for that, because dude I was I was I was kind of like low key I was low key freaking out. I was telling mm-hmm. my coach like I feel like imposter syndrome. Like I feel like I'm getting too much praise for something that I I kind of did not do. Yeah, you like know? I just said what was I supposed said to what, be said. Yeah, I did not plan it, nothing at all. Yeah. So, and then it was it was yeah. kind of like the imposter syndrome for me. Yeah. I was like, dude, like I'm getting too much love. Like, y- y'all got to chill. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. People got to realize, I mean, you're still a, basically a college student. You're, you're young. Like, how old are you? Yes, I'm 23 years old. Yeah, so yeah. You're, people think that... I mean, you look like you're like I know, older than I all know. of us. So, you know, <laughs> no, uh, no. So, the other yeah. day I posted a poll. I was like, how old do you guys think I am? Like 32, <laughs> 23. Three Dude, kids. 75% of the votes was 32. Oh, I'm wow. like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> did I look yeah. that old? And then, I mean, like, all these people are playing. There's like, no way you're younger than me. I'm like, no, I'm when still When did you first start shaving? Come on, be, be honest. When I was 12, yeah, I think. Exactly. Yeah, I, should, <laughs> I, should, I, should I voted 32. <laughs> You voted 32. Yeah, you're not 32. <laughs> no, I'm still 23. <laughs> um, Dude, honestly, Notre Dame was, was they gave me the, as much support as I needed, honestly, at that time. I remember I went to meet with uh, Mr. Uh, Jack Swarback. He's the vice president of Notre Dame. And that was right af- right before I went to Greece for World Cup. And my my coach has been has been getting emails at the time like from people around the country if like if you don't do something about this anti-semitic athlete we will um and like people like tagging me and him on like stories and saying that i support terrorism and the killing of innocents and all these things and then we went uh to his office i showed him everything that i posted uh and at the time i didn't post anything like super controversial i was like still on that like nuanced you know i want all lives matter you know um, what they don't? No, all all lives all lives matter. All it lives was before matter. the genocide started escalating. You're saying, yeah, in the yeah. beginning phases when everyone was kind of like being like, this is more. this is bad, but yeah. like, come on, we need to stop. But uh, after that, we were like, this is really messed right. up. We need to stop this we, immediately. Yeah, yeah. But then he was like, I all I said at the time, I was like, I posted that there's a disparity of opinion, discrepancy, yeah, discrepancy, what? disparity. In what? In like opinion, like for example, like you can support Ukraine versus Russia, but this is amazing. Yeah, this is amazing. You know, they are here for you know uh, protecting themselves or like you know whatever it is. Freedom fighters versus terrorists. Yeah, Yeah. but then but then when you have when you have Palestinians, um, and and even then I was not even just like supporting the idea of like freedom fighters. Right. I was just. We, these people the cannot civili- die. The yeah. Civilians, yeah. yeah, yeah. Civilians cannot die. You know, uh, under no circumstances. Um, Seems like a very rational level had to take. Yeah, and then the second, and then and then the other, the other thing, the other thing that I posted was just a tally from the United Nations. Like this is the same numbers that Israel would use to like you know say that they are being killed and they're, and um, and I was like, this is these are the only things that I posted. He was like, you know, I have supported athletes kneeling down for, 
national anthem. I've supported athletes fighting for Black Lives Matter. I've supported athletes that fight for LGBTQ rights. I cannot come here and be like, no, this is where I draw the line. You have a right uh, to use your voice. So use it as long as you believe this is the good cause. This is your coach talking? No, this is the vice president of the University of Nigeria. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, okay, awesome. Yeah, he was like, if, if, um, as long as you're doing the right thing, and I would really advise you to make good decisions, uh, but as long as you're doing the right things and supporting good causes, uh, you will have my support. There was a no- negative backlash too, right? Yeah, yeah. Dude, the Israel Swimming Federation, I think they, they sent like four official complaints. Really? To the International Federation. Yeah. Losers. Do they also <laughs> do they also tie brakes to Palestinians' feet when they when they compete? Brakes? Yeah, I feel like that would be like That's a good way to train, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like resistance. Resistance is resistance. <laughs> but uh no, anyway, so Shut up and swim. <laughs> shut up and dribble, shut up and yeah. what is it, streamline? Yeah, shut up and stream more. Yeah, I guess. Shut up no, and, I think shut no, up and it, it was it was shut up and swim. It was on, on one of the articles. It was like you should not have gotten yourself into this um, if you don't want to deal with the backlash. Because I was like, uh, I mean, the t- title was Abdurrahman Arabi criticizing the backlash he got, and then the comments were like, "Well, if you don't like it, then you shouldn't have spoken about it." <laughs> yeah, and I was like, I can't believe <laughs> can't you, win. you can't say I can't celebrate because my brothers and sisters in Palestine are dying. And that yeah. that's a controversial statement. I literally can't, bro. If you shoot me, there's no way it's my fault. I got shot. You know what I'm saying? Unless you're the American media, then you can figure it out. But kind anyway, of, yeah. Uh, so like again, you somebody were born, raped somebody, and then they were like, "What, yeah. what was she wearing?" What was she wearing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's basically the butt Hamas argument. Yeah, what were they wearing? But honestly, they were they, at least they weren't wearing diapers, that's for sure. They were wearing fake Gucci and <laughs> shahatas. <laughs> I saw the same shit. Yeah, exactly. I, saw the same <laughs> I was like, Pampers? Bro, you know that shit is real. Pampers? Though, right? All right, so born in Egypt. Yes, right? born and raised. How, how long did he live there before moving? Until before? I was 18, and then I came to University of Louisville. And then I retreated recru- my first year. Yeah I, was re- yeah, I was recruited while I was... Uh, um, I was in Argentina actually uh, for Youth Olympics, and uh, I get off the podium, and then coach uh, comes up. He's like, "Hey, do you want to pursue your collegiate and academic career in University of Louisville?" And I'm like, "Damn, recruited in Argentina." Yeah, and I was to like, go to the and US. I was like, "What the hell wow. is that?" And he was like, "It's in Kentucky." And I was like, <laughs> "What's that? Like the chicken?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I was like, "That's not something made up." He's <laughs> like, "No, like chicken. it's to stay." And I'm like. I, like, yeah, yeah cool. I love chicken. I'm like, all right, let's do it. Uh, wow. There's but a lot yeah, of KFCs in Egypt, too. Yeah. Not anymore, though. We <laughs> he don't nodded his head so aggressively. Yeah. He's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they're under the boycott now. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. The colonels boycotted, too. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Dude, he's so good. It's the best fried chicken ever. Don't, you can't argue with no, that. No, Popeyes, Popeyes, Popeyes. You're talking about the best fried chicken fast food chain, not yes. like, in gen- like in general. I mean, where else would you go? Well, this guy's like, there's a place on third. Yeah, like right <laughs> outside. Like literally, we just came from one. You don't Roscoe's go to fine dining and be like, can I get the chicken nuggets and fries? <laughs> no, you're right. We got to take you to Cane's on uh, the on the west side. Raising Cane's, have you had it? Yes, we have Raising Cane's. Oh, okay. you guys have it over there. Okay. You don't like it? You don't like it? Kane? No, I like Cane's. I like Cane's. KFC. 
No, okay. KFC in the Middle East is so much it's better than KFC here. Hundred percent. Yes. Every every fast food in the Middle like, East. Like, dude, when when yeah, exactly. He knows, dude. We went to Saudi. <laughs> Wait, dude. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Because he's from. <laughs> he has spent, he has spent he a knows. Much time. You know, the boy's got to eat. He goes. What do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? <laughs> what you mean, my boy? What you mean, my boy? <laughs> oh yeah, different story. Bro. No, McDonald's Europe. Is better than McDonald's middle. Well, they charge you for ketchup in Europe. I had McDonald's Europe once in like 2000, like 10 years ago. Yeah. No, dude, I had it Same. 20. Uh, uh, up to this point, I cannot forget the Big Mac I had in in Spain, 2018. It was it was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. It was unbelievable, bro. It was no, probably yeah. the best Big Mac I've ever had in my life. Yeah, that's how I feel about the ones in Jordan, dude. Like it's just. Basically, the bottom yeah. line is the ones in America suck compared to. I the will rest say, of like in yeah. Paris, for example, the McDonald's is like a actual really nice looking restaurant and stuff. Like they have a croissant. Yeah, yeah, croissant. croissant? They have a croissant burger in Paris. Yeah, <laughs> that would be, be nasty. Called the Royale. <laughs> that that would clog my arteries in the third bite. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah, but, are good. but it's a real thing. Like Middle East uh, restaurants, fast food are definitely definitely way better. Burger like, King too. Burger King. No, Dude, no. I have really bad experience with Burger Royale. King. I'm I don't, not gonna lie. The, really? the Burger King yeah, I had, I stopped. Yeah. not it. I'm not gonna lie. The McDonald's. Did you show yourself too? Huh? Was <laughs> 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 wasn't good. I feel like nobody was coming to it, so the food was just bad. McDonald's like slapped every time. I'm not gonna lie. KFC. I'm not gonna lie. It was kind of mid in Lebanon. And it's like, it's like American prices really too. Oh, KFC okay. in Saudi Arabia was really good. You ever had that big? Yes. Yes. Ooh, yes. I've yes. heard about See, this. One. You got offended, but you got so excited <laughs> when he said the big. You got. Honestly, yeah. The uh, big has like. He's <laughs> about to pull the mic off. What was the name of the Nuggets? Misahab. I love how this turned into like a food critic. I mean, he is. I got you guys. I got you hooked on the food. I'm telling you. What is the best? I mean, we just got some food right down the street right before this, so that was that was pretty good. How yeah. was it? It was, right. it was a little salty, right? It was really salty. Yeah. Damn, you should have went to In-N-Out. I mean. Yeah. It was right next to the airport. Yeah, well. Yeah, but you have yeah. you have but but Giga said took 17 hours to come get me so yo yeah, LA so, traffic uh, man of course, of course he's never late usually so I'm surprised dude yeah. if, if it wasn't for me you wouldn't have even got picked up oh, so <laughs> yeah. no, I would have just Ubered honestly yeah. it's not that far what, right? what, what is an Uber in LA like 74 bucks okay so here. again the, so I told you the I told you the the life hack so never Uber from LAX true always do that what you just did you take the shuttle to the hotel and then Uber from the hotel. It's okay. like half as uh, expensive. Or you call a friend yeah. and give him gas money. Shout out my boy Talal. <laughs> Last two times he picked me up from the airport. I got him food and gas. Don't got to pay the Uber. Right. Not, I got to pay no 30 bucks Uber, you know? Yeah, yeah. $10 for food, 20 bucks for gas. Last two times. Last That's, 10 times. Bro, bro. yeah, honestly. <laughs> shout, out to, shout out to you. 100%. Shout out to you back. Bro. Hey, I feel give you a quarter tank yeah. and an yeah. In-N-Out burger. Yeah. That's the deal. <laughs> so how do you get into swimming? I uh, I have ADHD. No way, oh, me okay. too. Yeah. Interesting. I can tell. <laughs> hey, let's go. Real recognizer. Yeah. I told you, mom. I, I wasn't lying. <laughs> My mom thinks I don't have it, but I'm like. I My mom knew I had it, but she never let me like go on like the medicine for it when I was I young. I mean, I never, I never took medicine idea. for it. My yeah. sister did take medicine for it, but I never did, honestly. How, do you know, how did you know that you had it? 
I mean, it was it was pretty obvious. I get kicked out of class every day for talking and like making like a lot of trouble. Um, could not like sit still. And then and then my mom took me. Honestly, I'm I'm really thankful for my mom. Like she's really open about mental health and like she's like educated. She's she's she thinks of it as as important as physical health. And uh, she took that's me. That's rare, right? In the Arab. Honestly, yeah, house. it is. Do you do you get offended when somebody like I feel like ADD and ADHD and a lot of OCD and all these acronyms get overused a lot too. Do you, do you see that like in especially in college people are taking you know Vyvanse and Ritalin and stuff and Adderall, and Adderall to like study and stuff. So yeah. um, I feel like everyone has ADD. A, do you think it's abused? Like yeah. people just say, "Oh, I have ADD." Like I don't know. I just feel like people say that all the time. I think, um, I think yes. There, there, there has to be a balance for it. Um, if you need it, then you need it. If you don't, then you know. But like, you, you have it's your own mental health and like it's your own brain. Nobody really can tell. Like, you have to be your own judge and you have to be honest with yourself. Like, do I really need to take Adderall, you know, to study all year long, or is it just finals time, or uh, you know, or is it? I I don't know what it what it would be. Right. So you're ab- so you're saying that you oh, kind of took a like a path that was more like in in working out or like in training that kind of focused you. you the idea, the idea for the for the, I mean the the doctor's idea at the time when I was learning to swim, she was like, I think doing any kind of sport will wear him out. And then my mom was like, Well, I've always liked swimming, so I'll just make him go learn swimming. And your then mom liked swimming. Or yeah, like I mean, she 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 did not swim professionally, or like even she just knew how to swim. And she was like, "Yeah, I'll just take him to swim, um, almost every day, and like it'll just wear him out, so he's more calm in class." Mm-hmm. But it didn't really work out. Yeah, I got better in swimming though. Yeah, right, yeah, <laughs> that worked out. Nice. Yeah. And so, did you enjoy it right away, or like right off the bat? Absolutely, the fuck not. No, right? I hated every minute yeah. of it. I'm yeah. telling you that. And I, I was also not good until I was like fifteen or six, or even like. Did you, grow, did you like grow or something at that growth time? Spurt? <laughs> what? Um, trying to think. What changed? So like a lot of the good swimmers are like really tall. So. No, I mean, I was, I was, I was, I was not, I was not like short or anything. I was just not good. Um, and then, I mean, it kind of like progressed. I would say it was like it was a progression. I, I did a lot of learning, um, and <clears> it was just. And I joined the national team in, when I was 17 years old. And, yeah, from then, it kind of, like, I would say, like, a kind of near goal. And I'll achieve it, and then I'm like, all right, what's next? Is that when you started enjoying it more? Is it when you got better at it? Or when did you start enjoying it? Do you enjoy it? Right now? I'm in between, not going to lie. Not going to lie. Um, like, I'm at this point where, like, okay, I like swimming. And and I can do this for free, but at the same time, I'm an athlete. I want to make money off it, but I can't. Because um, you're in college? First, because I'm an international student athlete. I'm on an F1 visa, so I cannot You have take, a job. You can't, you, can, you can't have a job. <clears throat> I mean, I can can't have, get paid. Well, I can get paid if it's something related to my, um, yeah, my major, but which is nonprofit. It. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you're not profiting this year. Great no. choice. Um, but you can't you get you can't get paid as an athlete like the other athletes. In the U.S., no. Really? Like I no. would see all these people making nil deals and like yeah. with all due respect, they don't know anything about swimming. They haven't done anything for swimming either. Wow. You know, and like 
With so all due respect, yeah, I want ACCs, I want NCAAs, and I cannot make a single dollar That's off it. Wild. That's and like again, again, oh, it's I'll give you my bank account and maybe we could work. Oh, on you that. can own my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> you can't well, even like, do like a brand deal or something. No, I can't. Not so, even like Instagram. Damn. Nothing. I cannot even put my tax info to get like you know like uh, compensated for Instagram views or really? bonuses or gifts or any of these things. No, no I way. can't. I just can't. That's. I mean, that's not really work. I know you're not supposed to work, but that's not exactly work. Uh, is yeah. It? Yeah, they no. consider it work. Yeah, because like when you fill out that on Instagram or like on Meta, uh, it says, "Are you are you a citizen?" I cannot lie and be like, "Yes." <laughs> no, you gotta say no because it's like, yeah, especially right. now I'm like, time to find a white girl to get married to. Let's go. <laughs> you ever want to be a citizen? <laughs> Honestly, I feel like it would help in a lot of things, but at the same time, like I applied for a green card and I got refused, and then at this point I was like, you know what? It is what it is at this point, yeah. you know. Yeah. My my mom is like, you gotta try again. You gotta like find another lawyer. But then I'm like, I'm 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 a believer that God has a plan for me. So if I'm yeah, if I'm if I'm meant to be a billionaire, I'll be a billionaire tomorrow. If it's meant to me, it's if it's meant for right. me to be tomorrow, right. a billionaire. Right. Right. Whether it's in the U.S., Egypt, yeah. you know, Middle East, yeah. e- dude, even in I don't know, in Antarctica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Back in Argentina, maybe. Back in Argentina. We'll isn't it college athletes until recently they couldn't get paid at all period mm-hmm. yeah 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 dude there's this guy he swims for arizona state um his name is grant house he sued the ncaa's uh for that and it's gonna be a class yeah it's, it's gonna be a class action and every athlete that that played in the ncaa's will get money from ncaa's like like from the past yes Oh wow! From oh, a wow. very long time, like dude, he, th- this, yeah, they've been making money off these guys for so yeah. long. Yes, yes, and, and it's gonna even, be all sports. Even the, but the, yeah. even the coach, like you would see, like Nick Saban was making like three, four million dollars. He tried to like Alabama. help. Like I mean, there's some people that got in trouble for. Well, yeah, he'd be helping like, he'd their <laughs> students out and giving them some yeah. money for their mom and or something. Like these kids can't make anything. They're like exactly. world class athletes and they're in eating, college. And they're eating ramen. You know what I mean. Yeah. And I feel like people watch college sports here like almost as much, if not more, sometimes than regular sports. So yeah. it's like for you to not get paid off such a big industry is, is really bullshit. Because you can relate to it. Yeah. You know, your son goes to college or like his friend is in the NCAAs or yeah. like, you know, even if it's on, I don't know, if you're from a small town and somebody like, especially in an individual sport, you know, somebody is good at like pole vaulting and like somehow they make it to like, Texas A&M, they become the best pole vaulter in the country. And like, oh, my God, I went to high school with him. Yeah. And like everybody gets excited. For sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Kind of sucks because we don't have that in the Middle East, like that structure of progressing in your sport from high school Just to college to professional. Even the professionals. like. Yeah. You have to be lucky, honestly, kind of like to make it out. Yeah. Like I cannot. I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm thankful. Yeah. I like kind of like made, made it you know, this far. I don't know if I would have made it in Egypt. I would like to believe that I would have. Yeah. Because I have, like, a good established system back there. Like, I have coaches that care for me. Like I said, he's like my dad. Um, even his his assistants. No, not not <laughs> Gigas. <laughs> uh, but like I said earlier, he's, like, kind of like my dad. Yeah. So if you, if you were to swim, um, you swim for Egypt, basically. Oh, absolutely. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 
I want to talk more that works? about that later. Yeah. Like sports in the Middle East versus here, but I think I said one. No, I'm just saying, like, if you if you made it to the Olympics, you would swim for Egypt. Yeah. Instead yeah, yeah. of this. Okay. Yeah. Or could you I'm, choose? You can choose. you even swim for America? I mean, if I become a citizen and then, like, yeah. then they'll be like, yeah, you could be oh, a citizen. Yeah. He's one of the good ones. <laughs> yeah. give, him, give him the green card. He's like, if he's going to win. Nah, I think, <laughs> if, I think the rule is, like, you also have to, like, live in the country for, like, two years straight. Which I, I I've been doing it for a while now. Right. Oh, so like if you travel at all internationally, you can't. It, it'll I think break so. The I tour. think so. Oh, okay, well. I think so. Interesting. Yeah. It's an country. international federation rule. Yeah. Yeah, but when's, uh, the, when's the next Olympics? Twenty four. Twenty twenty four. It's also yeah. a leap year. I just realized that somebody was giving me like a like a, a appointment. They were like February 29th. I was like, what? How was that possible? <laughs> <laughs> they're like, oh yeah, it's a leap year. But uh, when was the last year? leap year? Every it's every four years. Yeah. Okay. We weren't really paying attention. Yeah, that not year. really. Honestly, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> everything was a blur. Dude, for the uh, okay, past. it was yeah. just starting. Hot take. Hot take. I had the Uh-oh. most fun when COVID was around. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, no. why, why? There was no traffic well, in LA. Twenty twenty. There was no 2020. traffic in LA. Yeah. That was great. Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. First of all, you were like what nineteen at the time. I was twenty. Okay. Okay. I was twenty. I see where you go. I see where you go. So you were twenty in twenty twenty. You're eighteen. And your vision is twenty twenty. Yeah. Nice. Ooh. Actually, no. I think one of them is like kind of messed up a little yeah, bit from the chlorine. From the chlorine yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, wait. Man. What were you doing during, during the pandemic? Man, I caught the last flight going to Egypt. Mm. I was like, well, I, it was the last flight. Okay. It was, I, I still, it was from London to Cairo. And that was like the last flight. Like, uh, what? Is, was Translator. Minister, yeah, of, Minister of civilian civic aviation, civilian, whatever it is, domestic. he domestic. I'm saying that, it in domestic. Arabic. That means it's we'll, we'll be out of it. Yeah, was it Tara and Madani? Can hold Tayar with that airplane? It was the last one because that's how dangerous it was. So you'd have been stuck in England, for example. If I don't think so, honestly, like that would be so stupid. I'm like, I don't have a visa for this country. Like, come on, just let me go home. Yeah. Um, Stuck in the airport for th- and then everything was, was closed. Hanks, the terminal, yeah. yeah. And then everything was closed, so like I didn't really have to practice. And then everybody else did not practice, just like me. So I was like, I did not really bad feel influence. bad about it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't really feel bad about it. And I was just, I was just, man, I had just fun with my family. I just every day I went to see my my grandpa, my grandma. Yeah, hung out with my sister and my mom. Was COVID bad in Egypt? Like, did did, did you? I feel like people it, didn't care probably. Yeah. Right now. Well, no, I mean, no, it's not about care. caring or not. It's just about how, like, were there how a lot bad of sick it was? people? I mean, get, it depends, like, if how do you really look at Because I know a lot of sick people that just did not get tested or, like, reported right. or anything. So that's, I, don't, I think they're all, we're all out of the tally. Yeah. I think it just, yeah. What was the stronger out there? Were the, law, were the laws yeah, the pretty strict? Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, there was, what do you call it? When people cannot walk in the street after a certain curfew? time. Curfew? Yeah, there was yeah. a curfew. There was a curfew. And um, yeah, but then but then here's the funny part. If you're like a journalist, somebody that works in like in the national media or like you're a lawyer, a doctor, you're exempt. Essential. So then, yeah. So essential that, worker or something. Yeah, yeah, basically. They were kind of essential workers. So like if you had a, like a, a friend that works as a TV presenter, 
in uh in a, like in the national tv and like you want to get a ride or you guys all want to go hang out somewhere yeah. you take that friend the journalist <laughs> <laughs> yeah nice. or like That's you go good. hang out yeah, you go hang out with the doctors or like you'd see like five doctors like with hookahs in front of like in the street and then you're like it's dude you're Arab not thing. yeah you're like dude you're not saving humanity yeah, you're yeah. just using your <laughs> your job as a doctor to go hang out with the boys that's funny that's funny uh, i was in egypt a couple of years ago it was right before the pandemic and it was it was amazing uh kashari was Kushari. so good Abu Tore. Abu Tore. Oh. Abu Tore. Oh. what is that yeah. it's uh, it's in downtown it's close to my here? house. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, here. Downtown. in downtown LA. Honestly, Yo, that would be amazing. That's what I'm, I'm, I'm down. Wait, where is I'm it? I'm sure in, we can find a little. Uh, Cairo? Cairo. Cairo. We got to take him. We got to fly back again. I'm 29. Wait, what? Oh, okay. Sorry, I couldn't hear you. Yeah, we'll go. We'll go. We'll fly out. We'll fly out to Egypt. Muhammad Salah. Yeah, yeah. I used to go to Egypt all the time, man. Every summer, I used to go. Yeah, we'll lie. Yeah, Sahel too, for sure, bro. Dude, I've I've been to Sahel once. Yeah, he said he doesn't go. Yeah, I don't go. Why? It's so overrated. And what like, no, it's and not. Now, it's fine, dude, now bro. everybody's just naked, drinking, doing drugs, and it's like. They've been for since a long time. See, but I didn't know about it then. Now <laughs> I know, so I don't even want to go. And I always had practice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. I was such a loser, bro. I mean, it just now when you even when you said like, oh, I didn't have to practice for six months, I, I, I could got to hang out with my family. Not even six months. Dude, it was three months. Three months. Yeah, it was the best time of my life. It just made me realize that, like, you have that thing on top of your head, like, you constantly have to do it. Then you got that breath of relief. Again, you're yeah. a legitimate, high-level high elite athlete. So, yeah, life isn't just regular. Yeah. I wish. I wish it was just sunshines and rainbows. Yeah, right. Um, but now, speaking of Egyptian food, we got to take you guys to, there's a place on Sunset, um, at Layali. We got to take them to Layali. This episode is sponsored by <laughs> my auntie over there, no, yeah. tante, want... tante over there, and her family run the place. It's kushari, bashamel, I promised them something like yeah, shawarma. Well, after this, we'll go. Down, yeah, we'll go. They have shawarma, kebab. Yeah. Okay, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, but uh, 100%. Did you want to go back to the basics? Uh, I mean, we so we pretty much covered your life from the beginning until 18. Yeah, yeah. I gotta, I gotta leave pretty, uh, pretty soon. Um, oh, you got an hour left. Yeah, but I thought it was from like eight to ten. You got a date or something? No, I, I mean I What's have. What's more important than this? So Atif, Atif, <laughs> you got way bigger, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> holy shit! Yeah, bro, I've been drinking my protein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> how do you guys know each other? Man, Haridi. Yeah. Uh, how? I th I think mm, oh when when NCAA is allowed NIL athletes uh, it, like athletes to get paid by NIL he had Kemet yeah yeah he had Kemet and he was looking for athletes to like wait what's Kemet it's a clothing brand that I had oh okay 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 Got some pose now got it yeah and you and you wanted someone to represent the the brand yeah got it. and then um and then but then. The international office at University of Louisville was like, hey, by the way, even though people can make money off it, you still can't. I was like, this is the most what? bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I like, so everybody can, but I can't. So you kind of went into nonprofit as like a trauma response. 
But then, yeah, this is how we got, like, we followed each other. And then I think one day we just went to lift with each other. Um, and then we just, yeah, we just been friends. With, with him? Yeah. He was not lifting that heavy. Did he take, like, three 45-pound plates and just carry them like this? <laughs> like, no, right, no, no, no. right with his no. no, but he's actually pretty strong. Marshall, I mean, yeah. You know, did you ever used to watch Battle Rap? No. You know Disaster? No. Um, He's a Lebanese uh, battle rapper that we just had on as the uh, previous guest. Oh. He's surprised. It's funny how everything kind of worked out where the our two guests ago, we surprised him with the guest, and it was like his one of his uh, like Yo. people that he's watched. Big Diz. Um, You're live on air, bro. We're in the Habib House podcast right now. We got uh, Abdul Rahman Al Arabi, Haridi, one of the best uh, swimmers in the world. Here. You know what it is. You know what it is. Um, yeah, man. He he filmed the last episode. It was a disaster. We just we just did his episode. One That's of the cool. one of the best battle rappers in the world. But um, let me holla at you after, bro. Got you. We can get into the mental health because I do want to hear. Or should we talk about? Um, it was segue to mental. I mean, we yeah. we mentioned it a lot. You know, the ADHD. Um, you know, you've been outspoken about it. Um, like what made you like other than just like having certain mental health issues mm -hmm. did did you feel like it just was something that you needed to like talk about you felt like you had a you know duty to to talk about it using your platform i mean i think there's like two main reasons for it the first is i i'm a believer in like being the change that you want to see i wanted this to not be like a taboo subject you know you break your arm and you don't see anybody like, oh, Talar Boker's arm. Right, like, right. No, Talar Boker's arm. That's why he's not here. Yeah. But then when it's like, oh, how do you want it to kill, try to kill himself? That's why he's in hospital. It's like, oh, he's having issues. Yeah. Like, what do you mean having issues? Like, Eric Dahl is functioning. Like, why isn't he here? No. And then. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But then it's like, it's not, I didn't want it to be that taboo. And, right. And I'll say this, honestly, the most inspiring person that inspired me to talk about my illness, outspoken like that, is my sister. My sister has diabetes. And like... Type, type 1, type 2? I think type 2. So she she wasn't born with it? She had, No, she, yeah, she was not born with it. Okay. And and you usually, like, back in the day, my dad would, like, turn around to take his insulin shot. or like Your dad I, had diabetes? Too. Yeah. Okay. Or, like, I had this classmate that, like, when it's time to take his shot, he would, like, go to the back of the class and, like, hide from everybody. Mm -hmm. My sister, dude, the most badass shit I've ever seen in my life. Mm -hmm. We'd be, like, in a cafe or in a restaurant. She, like, rolls, like, the, the chair back, you know, pulls out the insulin shot, stabs herself in the knee oh, wow. with it, yeah, takes OG. it back. Damn. While she's having a conversation wow. with people. That's and I'm sick. like, if she can do that, I can. Yeah. She yeah. Older, I raise she's her. older than you? No, she's younger. Oh, she's I was like, younger. I raise her. I can do that. Yeah, hell yeah. And then I was like, you know what? I'll just, I'll just do it. So it was like, it was also like kind of a impulsive decision. The first time I ever talked about my mental health, it was, there were like, there was a movement in my school uh, called called Cards All In, and then they were like, we're highlighting stories around campus, and we think yours is like kind of the most powerful at this point because we all we we saw you go into the er to get revived and this is the which campus is this university of louisville okay my suicide attempt was march 12 2022 we'll, we'll get into that yeah a little bit more. 
But then and in, in May, it was Mental Health Awareness Month, and it was the start of the movement. And then they were like, if you want to talk about it, you know, um, send this person an email, and they will put a, like an infographic about it. And uh, you, they'll get it back to you, and you post it. And I sent, I sent, I like sat down in my room. I like I couldn't, I, I did not really think what to say or what something. And it kind of like the words just flew. I remember what I said is, um, you can you can not only lose sight in your. I think you can also use uh, lose sight in your heart, and I lost sight that night oh, i lost vision that night through all the darkness blah, blah 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 oh yeah it was in the i feel like it was one of the interviews that you did that you quoted um, that yeah I yeah remember that um and 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 like i said i said but thankfully like there was a part of my heart that um gained the vision through the the darkness and hence while it was beating its last beats and then the yeah and then the the feedback i got from my friends was honestly like pretty good, and and then I sat down in my room. I was like, "Do I post it? Do I not post it?" Blah, blah blah. All these things. And then I remember I woke up the next morning. I posted, it, and then I went back to sleep. I was like, "Fuck it, just you know." And again, I'm a very impulsive person. And then honestly, like I got a really good feedback. And the feedback that I liked the most is not like, "Hey, we we're proud of you." It was more of like I felt the same way, and I was so afraid to talk about it. And then I was like shit like this is real there is a lot of people around us that suffer from these things and they never get a chance and like they're always so scared yeah Yeah, they're always scared to say anything about it yeah yeah man it takes a lot of courage to speak up on something like that because like you mentioned there is a lot of stigma there's a lot of judgment especially men especially arab men especially arab men athletes the trifecta, the superhero. Yeah. So yeah. you know, you're saying like your dad would hide, and so, is it because he was just? Do you feel ashamed in in like Arab culture, or just as a man? Like, why do you think he? I feel like an Arab, like, it go, like when you mention a therapist, for example, in the Middle East, people like laugh it off. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's um, it, it, there's still a lot of. I mean, uh, my education grandma, to, my yeah. dude, my grandma. What, used to get mad at my mom for telling people that I go to a therapist. Generational thing for yeah, sure. Why yeah. do you think I love is? my grandma to death. I don't, I, I'm sure she loves me to death. My grandma will take a bullet for me, but it's just a generational thing. She yeah. thinks it's like bad. Yeah. Why do you yeah. think that is in our culture? I, I honestly don't. I honestly don't know. I think I think it's kind of related to religion. Uh, that you know. You can just pray to person. Salah Nabi. Oh, Salah Nabi. Everything yeah. is gonna be good. Honestly, Which so. honestly, it it, it, it works. It, it, it helps. works. It helps. But oh, but but here's the thing that people don't understand. Like it's the same as physical health. If I have diabetes, I cannot drink as much sugary stuff and eat as much sugary stuff as I want and be like, you know, and I Salah Nabi. You know, if I got heart problems, I cannot be like smoking a cigarette. Be like. Yeah, you know, it's it's the same thing. You you, you pray to God, you, you know, you ask God to help you out during this dark times, but you also go to your therapist, you yeah. take your meds, you take all these things. Absolutely. It's you know, you take you take matter in your Steps, own hands. Yeah. It's your responsibility. <clears throat> At the end of the day, it's your health. For sure. Whether it's mental or physical, it's your health. Yeah. And you gotta you gotta take responsibility for it. 100%. Is there like a moment in your life that you kind of felt like you know, are you diagnosed with 
the de- like depression or anxiety or anything like that, like like clinically. Yeah, yeah. I was okay. I was diagnosed. I'm a, I don't know if I'm still diagnosed. I graduated from my ther- my okay. psychiatrist. So when did, did you feel that way, like early, like super young, uh, <clears throat> as a kid? I think after my dad died, I was I was really depressed. Uh, I was yeah, not home. I was really lost. It was, when was this? I was I was ten years old. So it was kind of like going into my teen years. Um, there was not really somebody that I would follow their steps. I mean, there was my mom. My mom did an amazing job raising me and my sister. You know, um, she did everything she can. Um, I love her to death. But at the same time, like, it's better to have a father figure. You know, like somebody hit me up in school. Like, what do I do? Your mom would be like, you know what, just avoid them, go talk to the teacher. Your dad would be like, you know, beat the shit out of them and yeah. then go talk to the right, teacher. Right, right, yeah. You know, it's 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 these things that like very nuanced that will make a difference. Especially as a as a boy growing into a man, like the example of a man is is pretty important. Yeah, like who who do you take as an example? You cannot be like, you know, I'm gonna take a celebrity. Or right. Like, I don't know anything about this guy. Yeah. You know, but like when it's it's your dad, you can go for them for an advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I can kind of relate to that because um, alhamdulillah, my dad is alive and everything. But uh, my parents got divorced at a young age, right before I was going into my like like abin ablog basically. Yeah. So right, right as I was about to mature. So I also kind of grew up in a different country than him, basically my whole life. So. Um, you, you kind of don't know what you're missing, though, in a way, sometimes. Yeah. Until later, you find out, like, oh, okay, I didn't have that example of, you know. But I'm still personally unpacking, like, the effects that it has on me, you know, to, to grow up with that. Uh, with I don't that. think I'm really missing anything. My mom gave me, gave me everything. And that's what I feel, but yeah. it's like, I'm sure there's Some somewhere underlying, deep down. I mean, you know, trauma yeah. or something. There, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's definitely, there's definitely, obviously... A well-rounded family is the best ideal situ- situation that everybody looks for, you know. But if it's not, I think it was just it was meant to be that way. Right, right. Who 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 would have known if my mom and dad, you know, I if they did not agree and they were divorced, you know, would that be better um, than if they if you know when he died? You, you never. You know. can't tell. Yeah, yeah you, you can't tell. But you said you do think it kind of it might have had an impact on your diagnosis. I think I think when I was in a depressive state and like when I was like 12 13 15 this this area it was like I think it was yeah it was it had it had something to do with the idea of like me not having a father figure not knowing how to like figure out life what's going on in life all these things <laughs> I guess your uh, posture right there yeah. <laughs> but yeah but no, I mean, I, I no, go ahead. no, no, I was just, go ahead. I was just going to say, so like, um, a lot of the times if you're, even if your father's still alive and you don't, uh, you know, um, agree with him, you just say you fight with him or he's divorced uh, or like your parents are divorced and you have a chip on your, like, did you, have, did you find there was moments possibly that you were kind of just mad at life that like your dad was taken away from you and did you use that in sports? By any chance, like the impact, like, like did you have like a chip on your there? shoulder, that this was like how your life was. I don't think it was more of. I did have a chip on my shoulder, you know. I've always thought uh, my mom made me work for stuff, you know. Like remember our first national title? I won it in a speedo. Everybody had the fancy tech suits, and like she did not see a point of it. And then I won in a speedo, and then she was like, "Okay, I'll get you a tech suit." 
And then she was like, but you get one. Yeah. One. <laughs> and I was like, mom, like I'll have, I'll need to have one every, every, like almost every me. And then she was like, no, you get one for now. Um, and like, she made me work through two things. So like I could get the feeling of like, I have to work to earn stuff. Things are not just given out to you. So like it was that thing that was the chip <coughs> on my shoulder at the time of like, okay, I need, my mom is doing a lot of things for me and I need, I need to do, to do well, to yeah. earn more and like, you know, give back kind of way. Yeah. Kind of to her. So she, she raised you right. You weren't spoiled or got everything. I don't think easy. I was spoiled. Some, some people would argue with her that I was spoiled. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, because she was like very lenient. We were like more friends than we were father, uh, son and mother. Uh, at the time, but I think I think she did a good job. You have siblings. I have a sister. Yeah, sister. older or younger? Younger. It's mean. Oh, that's right. You mentioned she was younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's four years younger than me. Got it. Okay. It's the opposite of me and my sister. We got the four years older. She's four years older. Yeah, yeah. How's that? Uh, I got two. My second mom. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say yeah. that. I feel like that's that's the way to do it. Pretty much. For my sure. sister's nine years younger than me. And you, you saw you the, the third dad probably. Uh, I don't know well, if it works with one? men like that way, right? Like the, it depends. Like it the depends on the dynamic of the family. Like yeah. me and my sister are, are more of friends. Yeah. Than we are like older, unless there's there's trouble. Right. right? Like right. there's there's shit going on. Then like yes, I take the I'm the older brother. I'm the man. And right. the, other than that, we're just we're just homies. Yeah. 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 For sure. But yeah. Yeah. Something about like the older sister, like that, just assumes that like. Motherly. She's the mom. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas the guys, I feel like we're just like. Because I feel like they they assign them roles when when you're young. Like I've seen I've seen my cousin and her and my younger cousin, like they would make her they they would make her study for him, uh, you know, like teach him math and like she was she was kind of responsible for his grades at some point and like I could kind of see why. Yeah. She would take the mother motherly right, figure. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm I'm probably your sister was the same. For sure. Study yeah. for you, cook for you, all these things. Yeah, definitely. Us men don't do shit around the house. <clears throat> yeah, girls are more responsible. I mean, it's just... Yeah. To be honest, yeah. My sister is a lot more responsible than me. Yeah. So, yeah, you uh, so you felt the, you know, the mental health issues kind of early on in life. And then it then you had, like, when you got into sports, did it, did it, did you still feel it while you were training and, and going through that? Or did it kind of, like... It was kind of like your outlet, and you didn't really think about it. It was kind of my outlet to yeah. some extent, until it became like, um, kind of like my job, yeah. you know, not just the passion for it. Um, like I think the the beginning of like the worst depressive state of my life was when I did not qualify at Olympics. We have this the most stupid in life. We have the most stupid in life idea about athletes. If they do not go to the Olympics, they are not good athletes. I won World Cup. You know, I'm the only, I think I could be the only Egyptian in history that gets a gold and a silver in the World Cup series. Really? But then still sponsors or like, you know, or anybody would reach out to me like, but did you qualify Olympics? I'm like, no. So <laughs> not. Was it like a what? No like, deal. Like yeah. it's a stupid Jeez. metric. Yes, it's a, it's a stupid metric. I didn't know they had a World Cup for swimming. Yeah, they do. It's that. That's when I, that's what I won. Uh, the 50 butterfly app. Okay. So there was three stops, Berlin, Athens, and Budapest. So I won gold in Athens, silver in Budapest, and I didn't go to Berlin because I had finals. Mm -hmm. I, know, I know, it's so, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's so stupid. Wait, so like, you didn't qualify because of that? 
Or how, what, what I happened? didn't qualify because the 50 butterfly is not in the Olympics. Why? Again, I think it's just something stupid. Yeah, it's weird. Butterfly or just the 50 specifically? Just the 50 butterfly and 50 breaststroke, 50 backstroke. But 50 freestyle is there. What, so is your best race the 50 butterfly? 50 butterfly and 50 freestyle. But yeah. somehow I was, just, I was not lucky that morning to make it to finals in the 50 freestyle and then can like swim again fast at, at night. And it qualify like if you do it, if you get a good time at the World Cup, it translates to qualification at the Olympics. It's it's more of uh, a standard. So to qualify for Team Egypt, you have to hit the A standard, which is the top sixteen of the last Olympics, the 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 sixteenth time of the last Olympics. So the sixteenth time in the last Olympics was twenty one point ninety six, no ninety eight. So this is where I had to go, or I still have to go that. Uh, in the morning, there's a concept of swimming. It's called morning swim. Like you just woke up, you're not in like the best shape. You just get it out of the way, so you qualify to finals. So I went 22-3. Uh, the last person to get in, in finals was 22-36. I was 22-38. So I no didn't seconds, get it. Yeah. yeah, so I didn't get to finals. But like I would say me and this guy were kind of in the same shape because we went almost the same exact times during the two stops. So he went twenty one ninety seven at night. So I would believe I would like I would like to believe that I could have gone twenty one ninety seven at night, and I could have qualified. But I believe that you know every 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 prayer has its time. So you're training now for the the next Olympic trial, basically. Yeah, or? yeah. Okay. This is gonna be probably in February. How's your training like? Like, what does it entail? Schedule? What, what type of stuff do you do? Mm. It's 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 kind of split up into like. It depends on like what time of the season, uh, but it mostly considers uh, consists of. Um, I don't do a lot of aerobic work, uh, just at the beginning of the season, just to like establish a good base, so I can like. Most of my work is lactate threshold, um, a lot of lactic acid production, a lot of sprint work, power work, you know, speed work. Outside the pool, a good amount of training on ground. Both, both inside and outside. It's it's all towards like even when I'm in the weight room, you know, if if I lift heavy weight, it has to be moved fast. So if I cannot move it fast, I should not lift it. Why is that? It, it's just you know fast twitch muscle. Exactly, yeah. exactly. There's no point of like getting bulky and big and like lifting just heavy ass weights for. Anything, no it's counterproductive, right? Yeah, yeah. It just makes you heavy for no reason. I think it hinders you more than it benefits you. There's a time and place for it though. <clears throat> what about like for legs like is that is that any different than the upper body or is it still a fast move fast it's, I th it's still fast movement okay legs do take more oxygen though from the body um that's why like it needs it needs more endurance for it i would say but again i just i swim like um swim a very short race my aerobic system contributes to like five percent of like you know or like just yeah Five, five to ten percent. Mostly it. anaerobic. You know, you're yes, just yes. Sprinting all the yeah. time. Yeah. Like you don't, you don't even take your breath during the during oh, for the real? race. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like I'm fit. You're not doing any of this. No, you yeah. can't, unfortunately. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You do lose time. Interesting. That's crazy. Just a full fifty meter, no full breath. Full fifty meter, no breath. Yeah. I mean, that means you have to have some good aero, aerobic fitness, right? To be able to take the fifty meters. Yeah. There's two. Fra there's two phases: it's aerobic and anaerobic. Yeah. Aerobic uses oxygen, anaerobic doesn't use oxygen. So, 
But you, you have to have yeah. the, the aerobic base to do yeah, the anaerobic. Yeah. yeah. How many hours a day are you training for typically in your season or in your peak time? Or In the peak time? Um, like t take us through a morning, like you wake up. So we have 10 practices a week. Okay. Okay. Um, morning and afternoon on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. Um, actually, no, it's eight. It's nine. Nine or eight practices, actually. Nine or eight. Um, most of them consist of like from one and a half to two hours. Sometimes it's one hour only. It's a good day. Um, it's one hour only. Um, and again, it, it really comes back to like what is in the practice, what time of the season are we in the practice, like towards what we call taper, which is like the deloading phase towards the end of the season, we would do less time. It would be more focused. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Well, you're, I don't know. I mean, again, do you want to say something? Um, no, I was just going to ask how the, uh, are you a bit of a celebrity on campus? How, how do you, how's the feedback on, from the On ladies? Notre Dame's campus? Yeah. Not really. I've been, I've been, I've, I have not been there for a long time. Okay. And even during the semester, I've been traveling for a lot. Yeah. You know, I went for like three weeks all over, you know, the Middle East, Europe region, and then. Uh, I would either go see my friends or we would even travel the team. Um, so no, I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm a celebrity on campus. Maybe Louisville's campus though. They still yeah. have my picture right on the side of the pool. Nice. It was funny because it was through uh, the, the McDonald's drive-through is this is mm -hmm. here, and then the pool is here. So every time I would get something from the McDonald's drive-through, the guy would look at the picture and then look at me because <laughs> it says national champion. I'm yeah. like. So am I going to get free nuggets? Or <laughs> <laughs> yeah, free nuggets. You, did you get any free shit because of that? <laughs> no. 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 He's like, I he can't doesn't make money bro. and he can't even get free nuggets. <laughs> I cannot get free nuggets. A quarter yeah. pounder? Did you give you like a free Run. quarter pounder? I wish. The <laughs> <I wish>. only <laughs> question you're asking is about <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of as extra benefits, apparently. Yeah. Dude, your, co real? Yeah, oh your coach cannot give you a right to practice. What? It's, it, yes, it oh, is extra benefits. That's yeah. insane, man. So rigid, dude. So you were you were alluding to the fact that when you when uh, like swimming was an outlet until it became your job, so it is like an added stress, right? So probably didn't um, help the depressive and you know like the states that you were in. Um, You're saying like when you don't hit certain benchmarks, it adds to the negative mental health. So it's like a double-edged sword, would you say? I mean, there's a concept called identity foreclosure. Where mm -hmm. you like foreclose the identity of yourself to what you do, or like I think that's it's it's a good thing to have. That means you're a high performing individual. Like I'm a swimmer. Yes, I'm a swimmer. I'm not a human. I'm not a student. I'm not a friend. I'm not a dad. I'm not a brother. I'm not. I'm nothing of these things. I'm a swimmer. If I'm bad at swimming, then I'm a bad person. You know, if I'm yeah. good at swimming, I'm right. on, I'm I'm on the clouds. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I I think it's a good problem to have, but it's you have to learn how to manage it. Got it. Because that means you're, you you take what you do seriously. You have a good passion for right, it. Right. You know? But I did not really manage it well. Yeah. So it became like, you know, I did not qualify to Olympics. Yeah. Uh, I cannot get sponsors, neither from Egypt nor in the States. Cannot make money. Um, I'm still, I'm 23 years old. I'm still getting taken, or I'm 22 years old. I'm still asking my mom for money. And like... You guys are Arab internationals. You guys know how it is, how hard it is to get money. And I still ask my mom for money. So. Yeah, but imagine asking <laughs> your mom. Imagine asking your mom for money while she lives in Lebanon and she's trying to find a way to send it from Lebanon yeah, yeah. 
to the U.S. Tough, man. Yeah, tough. exactly, yeah. exactly. And, you know, I'm a man. I should... Yeah, no, no, right. 100%. Yeah. But you have certain... Your hands are tied in this situation. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, f- I felt pretty limited. Athlete, yeah, as a student athlete, I felt pretty limited, and I'm, I'm just like, no. Nah. A lot of stress. A lot of, a lot stress, of stress on you. you a lot put, of stress. And you put a lot of stress on yourself to perform yes. well. Yeah, um, yeah. And when it doesn't happen, you think that and you're a bad And even if you person. perform well, like... Like, there was one time I went home after uh, we went to Abu Dhabi for world championships. We broke the African record for in a relay, which is like one by one, you know. Um, we broke the African record. We were fourth. Never happened in Egyptian history, you know. I went back home, and I went to the club I represent, and I told them, I was like, I, I want more money or, uh, you know, I want you guys to help me to get sponsored or, like, I want extra money on the side. And then they were like, did you win a medal? I was like, I, I was fourth. You, you know, do you know the difference between first and fourth? Right. It's like half a second. Yeah, yeah. You know? Like, but you weren't first. No. <laughs> so. You, you weren't even third. You were fourth. Yeah. Even if it's, if it's 0.01. You're fourth. That's crazy. It's the same thing. Like, did you, like... I was seriously talking to a bank three weeks ago, okay? They were super excited, you know? And 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 then it got to the point like, yes, let's sign. And then they were like, the contract is ready. Just qualify Olympics and we can sign it. Like that stupid metric. Again, yes. I'm like, dude, I could go to the Olympics, stick my stick my, my my finger down my throat, throw up, not even swim. Mm. And you will say I went to the Olympics. I I I will say I'm an Olympian. <laughs> yeah. I'm an Olympian. Yeah, man. And it doesn't make any sense. That's 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 super high stakes, bro. Like that's everything is banking on those couple times where you have to perform. It's this margins of split seconds. That's yeah. got to be stressful. It is. It is stressful, and I think that makes it harder even to perform. Yeah, yeah. I perform the best when I'm like just you know relax, lose. I got nothing to lose. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. No, that's a lot of pressure for sure. So it it all kind of culminated when just a, like a few like a year ago. Yeah, yeah, a year a year and uh, year and nine months ago, almost. What yeah. happened? I mean, if you're comfortable talking about it. Like. Yeah, yeah, I talked about it multiple times. You know, um, I don't know how to explain it. It was just you know it it it, it, it there was a built up to it obviously. Um, I remember swimming my um, at um, at the conference ACCs. It was in Georgia Tech Bowl. It was in Atlanta. So in the conference, I was like, I don't even feel happy anymore. I won, but I don't feel happy. Um, there's there's no point of it. And then I started looking at you know when you're in a negative mindset, everything is just bad. And then I just started looking at it from that side. Like I told you, like I'm not making money. I'm not making my mom proud. I'm putting more load on my mom, hurting all these people, all that, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, I took a decision. I was like, I, if this does not get better in a week, I'm going to take my own life. So, you know, I go through the whole week. Like, I'm living life like a normal individual. Nobody around me knows. I even went to practices. You know, I celebrated my birthday three days before I took my own life, everything. And then that night... Uh, I was hanging out with my friends. They were like, all right, let's get ready. We're going out. And I was like, no, I'm staying in. They were like, what's going on? I was like, oh, no, I have a friend coming over. Mm. They're like, oh, nice. Have fun. Mm-hmm. And then I texted the friend that was supposed to come over. I was like, hey, I'm going out with my friends. Oh, wow. 
So nobody was home. I was alone. The and week, then I, the week hit, basically. Yes, yes. It was a Saturday night. And then honestly, I sat down in my room. I cried a good 30 minutes. Because like, you know, how do you get ready for that? You're just, you're about to take your own life. You're like, you don't know what to do. You don't know what to say. And then I did it. And then I sat in my room for like, you know, like an hour. Medication, right? Yes. Until the medication actually hit. And then like, I kind of like started feeling, losing feelings in my hand, losing feelings in my feet, you know, can't stand up. Um, and then I was like, okay, how do I rewind this? <sighs> yeah. Because I was like, it hit me out of nowhere. I was like, my mom is going to, you know, my mom is going to wonder what she did wrong. She, I was like, I, I'm doing this because she's doing everything she can and make me live a good life. And then she's going to wonder, like, how did I fuck up? How, how did I lose my own son or, like, my sister, you know? Like, uh, you know, or my friends that just left yeah. out and, like, they were texting on the group chat. Like, hey, bro, you, went on, you won't believe what, who we saw at the bar. Like, this is so fun. Like, we we're going to tell you everything when I come back. I was like, shit. They're going to buy your loved ones. Yes, and I was like, shit, they're gonna come back. I'm not gonna be alive. And then, dude, I, I like, I tried everything. I like tried to throw up. I couldn't. I like tried to call 911. I did not pay my phone bill. Are you kidding? I mean, Jeez. dude, I was, I was about to die. I was, you know, like, well, I was I like, well, phone. yeah. I did do my my last assignment still before that. What a student, man. I know. You I did? Know. Why would you? Because <laughs> my moment, my, my motto during that time was like, I'm in the, the now and like my, my, the then and there, you know, or like I'm now and here. Mm. What, what am I now? I'm alive and I'm a student. I got assignment to do. That's a good mentality. Yeah. And, and then I texted and I was like, help. I just swallowed a whole bottle of et cetera Ooh. to my friends on the group chat. Help me. Is it through Wi-Fi, not your phone bill? Yeah. Okay. You couldn't call nine one one. I I didn't try honestly. I think you can even if you really. Yeah. Emergency. Interesting. Hopefully you never have to worry about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's for everybody out there. You can still call nine one one even if you don't pay your phone. Yeah, even if you don't. Even if you're a broke college student. Yes. Still call nine one one. Yes. And and and. What was the reaction from? Uh, one of them was actually out of town. Uh, one was shit faced and uh, trying to talk to his ex to get back with, but now they moved in together. I'm happy for them. Um, and then one just started driving back immediately. Yeah. Um, and he he was the last things I saw. Um, he like walked in the room. I was like very incoherent. I'm not forming words. Nothing at all. My mouth was just you know wide open. Uh, obviously he has no medical background does not know what's going on. He's like, D do you want water? Why are you not talking? What's going on? And he's like calling 911. He's on the phone with them. He's like explaining my situation. He's like, his mouth is wide open. His eyes are wide open. Like he's not saying any words. And then she was like, is like, can you like, does he follow your finger if you move in front of it? I want to say yes, but I can't even follow his finger. Wow. That's how much I've lost control over everything wow. of my body. Um, and then uh, I think it was at, at, after that, it was just like flashbacks. Uh, you know, there's a flash, there's a flashback of like a police officer uh, being there and then another flashback. Then and like I close my eyes and open again. There's like bazillion of them in my room. Apparently he says there's like eight police officers in, in, the, in my room uh, and then like two EMS professionals. 
and my athletic trainer actually came to it because I called him. He said I called him, and he's like, Alex, help me. He's like, what's going on? And then apparently I just hung up. Um, and then the last things I saw is just, you know, him, both of them crying in the background, and, and then apparently I was about to go in a seizure, so everybody just started panicking in the room. And then they say I stopped breathing while I was in the ambulance, and then my heart stopped when I got to the ER. There's a whole documentary on go-karts if you want to watch it. But, and then I was in a coma for a couple of days and then I woke up and that was one of the happiest moments of my life. I'll tell you that. Cause yeah, cause you know, the, my, my whole, my whole thought process during that night, I was like, how, how do I rewind what I did? Yeah. You know, yeah. especially like you said, for my loved ones. Right. It's such a, I mean, it was like a kind of a much slower process than like other you know, roots of like people jumping off bridges and stuff. Yes, or, or like, shooting like, yourself. Or yeah, anything. exactly. I saw the. Yes, it was. It was a very painful death. Yeah, yeah, and that's so, what I tell people. I'm like, you're not just gonna go to sleep. But, yeah, mm. and the the re, the regret, like some some people that have the one guy that I know that have survived, like jumping off the Golden Gate Bridge, for example. Um, the, instantly as he jumped, he regretted it. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then he survived it somehow. But he he was alive to tell the tale that. This is what happens a lot. Is um, it's always is that regret, instant regret. Yeah, it is. It is an instant regret. As soon as you feel it happening, nobody wants to die. Like, like they all say, like you don't really want to die. You yeah. want to kill something inside of you. You don't know what it is. Wow. Can you say that one more time? You don't really want to die. You just want to kill something inside of yourself. Just don't know what it is yet. Yep. Yeah. You just don't. And know I also what it is. heard something on the on kind of like the after effects of of suicide is uh. Suicide doesn't end the pain. It just puts it in a grenade and throws it uh, to everyone you love. Yeah, mm. it is. Yeah, everybody was just so nuanced around me. They're on their tippy toes. You know, I caught I caught my roommates texting each other in a separate group group chat. They're like, okay, we cannot leave him alone more than like 10 minutes. And I was like, this is how much of pressure I'm putting on these people. You know, my mom, my mom started like just being super nice all the time. You like. Hey, do you need something? Do you need me? Like she starts like sending me money without me even asking. And I know how much she works to get that money. You know, um, how was her like overall response to to to, to learning about it? I think I think she was honestly she was one of the strongest people. She still is one of the strongest people that I know in my life. You know, to like for somebody to call you and tell you like your your son the one that's supposed to be your man, you know, for, like, when he grows up, he, like, carry you. Star, athlete. Yeah, like this guy that everybody wants to have a son like, yeah. he, he he might he might be gone. Because I, I, they called her while I was in a coma. Yeah, they are like, we don't know yet. She has wow. no way of getting to. She, she, she could, like, you know, I don't know. I don't know if she even had a valid visa at the time, but she does. Sure, it takes. It's a, you can't just pick up and go yeah, to you, America. Yeah, it's it's probably like a, a game time decision. After you thankfully survived, was she like come home now? No, honestly, no. Um, she's pretty pretty settled on the American dream, honestly. Yeah, um, like the green card was her idea, not mine, honestly. Um, and I remember when I wanted to quit swimming, which I like took a, a long break. During After, that summer, yeah, yeah, during that summer, I took a break from like March all the way to like August. Um, she was like, "I don't think you should quit. Like, it kind of like pays your bills." And I'm like, 
<laughs> mm-hmm. like, yeah. I don't even get nuggets. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, I was like, yeah. Yeah. no, yeah. But um, I think she she was holding up really well until I arrived home, and like mm. this is the only time I saw her like bro- break down crying when she saw me again. But other than that, I think she was she was really holding on strong. Is this tough for for mothers like when you get sick or when things like out of their control happen? You're so far away. It's, it's really it's really hard on them for sure. Yeah. yeah. So, um, well, just kind of like taking us through like s- since like from from when you woke up, the initial feelings. I know you said it was relief, but like how from there on, like how you got back to yourself and how you your journey to where you are now. Honestly, it was it was a very hard journey to get back into like you know living life like a, a normal human being. I went through all the phases. Honestly, I went through the party phase, the I don't give a fuck phase. You know, like the I almost died, then I need to live phase. You know, <laughs> um, like like I said, I took a break from swimming, so all I did was just party. You know, I did my assignments and party. Yeah. I did my assignments just because. I'm a student, right. you know, um, and then getting back into swimming, I was like, I don't like swimming, but there's something in me that was like, I need to keep swimming. I don't know what it is. Um, Nemo. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I'll find the way. Yeah. If you keep swimming, you probably find the way home, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, and, and it, it, it was a very long process. I tried medications, you know, different doses of different medications too. Uh, this, that, all these things, until until I broke the national record um, in Egypt in December. I yes, yes, past year. Uh, I remember I just got out of the gym, uh, and then they were like, "Come time trial." I was like, "Is it really worth it?" They're like, "Yeah, I mean, you're not gonna lose anything." I'm, I I was still hairy. I did not shave. Mm-hmm. I put on a suit. Wait, does that does that actually make a difference? Yes, it does. Come on, it, it, it does. It does. The hair, if you're, if you're aerodynamics. Yeah, is that? Right. It's so so little. No, because no, it's not. No, it's not the hair. It's the ver- it's the first layer of the skin. Oh, yeah. Because when you remove the first layer of the skin, it opens up for oxygen. Hmm. So it makes you. F- oh, so it's more. not weight, or it is. It's it's your it's your buoyancy. Kind of, yes. Interesting. Yes. That's what they say. You're more like porous, basically. Yes. That's why, like, we shave everything: legs, hand, chest, back. Wow. It's like a shave party. Just like I said. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Just like I said. For different reasons. Just like different reasons. <laughs> yeah. Does it but help yeah. with the running or just swimming? I don't know, but I think some runners do shave too. What about walking? Speed walking? Speed walking, yeah. Honestly, bro, that's a, that's an Olympic sport I want to... That's my retirement sport. Yeah, I think. <laughs> like, I want to get that's into that. Imagine I'm I'm right We're not all 23 and in our prime, you know? I'm thinking, like, speed walking <laughs> might be a good way to <laughs> take it home. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Those hips, bro. Hey, tell them about... Hey, tell them, tell he's, when he's, I did he's seven. Fast. He's pretty fast when he pretty, speed walks, for sure. I was seven on the treadmill walking. Yeah, yeah that's fast, honestly. I don't fuck with treadmills. No, no, me neither. To be honest, I think it's funny that people drive to the gym to run on a treadmill. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? You could have ran there. Yeah, but honestly, it makes (laughs) (laughs) it is making so much sense. I'm telling you, brother, we have the deep conversations on this podcast, bro. I have a question. We're like, you just said that piggybacking off of that. What if like uh, Chef 
like Gordon Ramsay, his favorite, wants to like order food. Does that make him like what? If you want to order food, you just cook it. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Some days you just don't want to cook your own food, you know. But I get it. It's like you know you're you know you're you're a bartender and you have somebody else make you a drink. Yeah, it it makes sense. A barber cutting his own hair. Right. Yeah. That one's a bit tough, I think. Yeah, I don't bro. know if you can. <laughs> yeah. That that would be uh, really like. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. These but, mirrors and stuff. Yeah. But so you said you ended up not liking even even you like realized again like I don't like swimming. But did you have a new motivation to like? Was there get, a thirst? Get those, yeah. To get those goals, even though like you know you just survived, um, yeah. uh, like a suicide attempt. Is it, what, did it change your outlook on? I also on interrupted you. You said like you did the the timer. Um. Yes, and I broke the national record. Yes, I broke the national record. And then the, this is when I realized I was like, okay, I'm I'm kind of good at this. Mm. I should not be like quitting right now. Yeah, you know. Yeah. At least let's see where I can. How how can I get better into this? And like that time, for example, was top thirty in the history of the sport. Wow. And I was like, okay, like like I I should. And then when I got back to the States, I was like, okay, how do I, how do I get, you know, how do I get the motive? <laughs> brother, my brother in Islam, come yeah. on. <laughs> what my brother in Islam. <laughs> um, but it was like, okay, I like this, but I don't have the motivation to like do it every day. How do I fall back in love with the process, not just... The destination, yeah, the results, yeah, and that was that was a tough part. Um, and I think honestly, what helped that time, I broke up with my girlfriend. Well, she broke up with me because I cheated on her, and wow. that, yeah, and that was that's like, like your homie Tiger Woods. Let's go. <laughs> that's why he's like. <laughs> and that's why. Yeah. No, honestly, <laughs> it was it was a wake up call. It was yeah. a wake up call. And it was it was, I think it was a reminder for me that okay. I cannot get away with everything in life. I get. A, I have to get slapped in the face, and it was it was a wake up call. And, and this was then, after or before your attempt. It was after. It was it was it was in January. Got it. And then I was like, okay, I need to get back on track for everything. Um, I met I met a new therapist, Royce. Shout out my boy Royce. Love you. Um, and then Royce was Royce is a very Christian. African American man, you know, very disciplined. He was in the Navy. Yep. He was in the Army too. Um, so he knows all about discipline and the sacrifices for all. David Goggins type stuff going on. Honestly, yeah, but he's a yeah. lot bigger than David Goggins. I think he can take David Goggins so oh. easily. Oh, don't tell David Goggins that. <laughs> I'm, yeah. just, I'm, dude, I'm, yeah. I'm just saying. He's I'm like, I'm going to break both my shins and still beat you up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that, yeah, that, guy will, that guy will take his I'll, shin and beat somebody dude, up. Royce, dude, I'm going to run 200 miles and then beat your ass. Royce, Royce's shoulder is bigger than Omar's head. I'll tell you this. Really? And Omar is oh, fucking God. big. We know that Omar is big. We know Omar is big, but Royce's shoulder is bigger than his head. Of Royce, yeah, yeah. I'd love to Royce. see that. Yeah, we should roll, set up a wrestling roll. match. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm down. Rolls Royce, I'm, I'm two sixty though. Two sixty though. Two sixty though. This guy's the Bra- I got Bradley Cooper. Bra- Bradley, <laughs> <Mar-> Bradley. <laughs> oh, you think you can take me? I'm Bradley Cooper, yeah. bro. But I'm I'm three fourteen. So there's Royce, bro. There's a difference between two. He's he's three. I'm three fifteen. You're, I thought you said you're 260. No, he's I'm making fun of Bradley. Oh, oh <laughs> yeah, God. This, you're 315? MashaAllah. This is Royce. Yeah, this guy. He's like, he's small. 
He's he's a little he's a little shorter than me. We see. Yeah. How tall are you? I'm six four. I'm trying to find a better picture of Royce. Royce free advertisement here. Yeah. Mental trailblazer. He's like, show me, show him okay. the best shred, most shredded photo. Troy, <laughs> Troy will send you an. I mean, Royce will send he's you. He's the an one invoice. in the red hat. He's big. He looks. I mean, he's, he's wearing the shortest like, one of all the people yeah, he, in that picture. Yeah. They're all like seven feet tall in the yeah. picture. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Well, like, so. So I cut all distractions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and basically, what happened is like, we we were leading up to ACCs, which is our conference, and and I've I've always wanted to win the fifty free at ACCs because I've I've technically won. Uh, we won ACCs as a team. We won ACCs as um, relays. We held ACC record as a as a school. But then I did not win individually ACCs. Not sing- not a single time. So this is what I wanted to do. And also, you get to speak. Like they give you a headset and you say something after. So like I was praying the night before. I was like, God, if there's anything I want, you know. I just want to prove to myself that I, like I can get back into a good shape after like because I didn't believe it even myself. Mm-hmm. I did not believe you can get this down bad mm-hmm. and then come back and win again. Yeah. I, I mean, and ACCs is, is is something kind of trivial for some people, and even kind of like looking back at it for me, like I, I you know. I've had an ACC record, but this kind of meant something different yeah. coming back after right. a very deep down. It meant a lot more. Yes, yeah. yes. And then when they put the headset on my head, man, like, I, w- I mean, I was bawling my eyes out like, like a little girl that just lost lost her puppy. Mm-hmm. But, like, it was, for me, it was more of, like, now I just need to send a message to the world. Like, if you're if you're struggling or if you struggle, if you even went through it and, like, had a suicide attempt and, like, you think you cannot get back into, you know, having a good life and winning in life again, you're wrong because I'm here and I'm telling you you're wrong. Yeah, man. What are we doing with our life, man? He's over here. Yeah, winning yeah. championships and ACCs and NCAs. Well, and, and, and you know, just inspiring the world, you know. It, it, but that's that's what you got to do when you're, when you're given, when you're blessed with a platform and you exactly. work really hard for it. Exactly. Um, and then, yeah. What was the journey from that to the the speech you gave about um, that you received some backlash? Yeah, what, what were the timing? The timings between the two races. You won the ACC. I won ACCs in February, and then the World Cup was in October. Yeah. So you okay? Shortly so you, after, not too yeah. long. Yeah, it was eight months. Eight months after. I mean, two different causes, but yeah, for sure. But it both goes to show that alhamdulillah obviously that you know everything worked out the way it is and you're healthy and and everything and the fact that you went from that low to being able to have a platform to speak to others that might have been struggling about mental health and then to be in a position where you can be a voice for our people i think is enough significance to say definitely what you did was you know um, not not the thing that was supposed to happen to you and like there's a reason that you're still here with us and there's an impact that you're making and I think it's just the beginning of it, to be honest with you, bro, because it's only up from here, I, I think. I hope so, too. I personally think nothing is a coincidence. I think, like, all the hard times when your back was against the wall and 
basically, when you try to do what you did, and then all leading up to this moment, it gives you the tools to be able to inspire millions of people going through the same. Yeah, I believe I believe you can inspire millions. Yeah, man. And then yeah. and in February you're gonna you're gonna make the Olympics. I hope so. I hope so. You will. It will be ACCs again. It will be ACCs again. The third time will be the charm, huh? Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, man. I mean, my my, my mom saw you. I told her you're coming on the podcast. She's like, what? The the swimmer that gave the speech? Like, you know, people people have seen your name everywhere, bro. So, yeah. And uh, it's, mashallah, like it's inspiring to me because there are other people with like 50 times more eyes on them in, in terms of like f- social media following and they didn't even say words yeah. any words i'm not gonna say any names or anything no i will uh mo salah and like what do you guys think of the, his little speech that he did he, if you zoomed out from behind it there was a guy holding a gun next to us honestly man i i, I like, no. a weird little video wasn't it Got yeah 13 he, million he, views yeah he did a video but like you did this, and uh, I don't so see why cool. nobody else can. Right, but yeah, because again, yeah, go ahead. I, 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 I cannot judge. I cannot judge him because I had nothing to lose. Yeah, I don't have millions of sterling pounds in my bank account that I'm, lo- you know, scared somebody take away from me, or and have billions of dollars invested in me that you know. Your morals are really tested when, you know, right. there are some things on stake. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I could have, I I would love to think that I would have said the same speech even if I have billions of dollars invested in me. I would right. love to think that. Yeah. But again, I I don't know. So I, I cannot really judge him. I think you would have, bro. Because I, I don't think it's as much like how much money you have. Like, you had stuff at stake. You had your, your international student in America. Like, you, you know, you're not making the money yet. You want to make the money. You yeah. don't, you're, it's hard enough already to make it's money. It's like literally, sh- literally shooting yourself in the foot. But yeah. God has other plans. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And that's, and, and that's what I hate about people attacking me recently that I just got the show and you know, hopped on the trend and then hopped off it. I was like, if you have two ounces of intelligence in your brain, you would understand that this in any, like if anybody looking from the outside, they're like, this guy did the most stupid thing that he could ever done. Cause like, if you think about it, if LeBron James talks about politics at the end of the day, he's an American citizen. He can do whatever he want. You know, what, the worst thing that can happen, one brand will drop him and then the other brand will come in as a savior. Right. I'd be like, no, we will take you. Fuck them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But me, the first thing I did when I landed, they were like, hey, can I see your passport? Yeah, come follow us. Here in the States? Yes. Some the Federalis? No way. Already? It was not. It was not the Federalis. <laughs> they said they were not the Federalis. Uh, <laughs> that's exactly what the, that, the That's what the Federalis say. <laughs> <laughs> no. Don't worry, we're not the Federalis. Fed boys. Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah, no, we're not. Turns out they were. Narrator. Honestly, I don't know. I... I, I I didn't think I did anything wrong. Right. So I just I just went with the it was not they I was not like technically arrested or it was an official interrogation. They just you know, they went through my stuff. They took my phone. They, he went through my phone. Um I don't think he found anything cuz there's nothing to find. Yeah. Um just the nudes. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just, just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. 
Uh, just a lot of pictures of me speeding, like yeah. you know, flexing. flexing. Right, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's but, like, "Are right, yeah. you free to go?" We're but gonna put him on like, the screen for our yeah. But then he was like, um, <laughs> <laughs> "Yeah." But then he was like, "Obviously, there's a lot of things going on in the world, and uh, we know that." Um, um, what he said, like Israelis are after you. I'm like, if you know that, why are you telling me? Oh, not the, doing the police, the, the investigators. <laughs> oh, so, so wait, so they were doing this for like your protection, possibly? He said that Israel. I, w- I would like to think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. I okay. actually said that. Yeah. That's that's crazy, bro. Yeah. Wow. I was like, I was like, well, thanks for telling me, but I don't know what to do with this information. Honestly. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, wow. And then, and then, uh, and then he was like, yeah, you thought this would go worse than. It's going. I was like, no, because I did nothing. Like leading questions like that. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. Oh, I see what it is. But He's probably trying to like get something yeah, out of you. Some, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something. yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't, 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 can't play the player. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> can't play the player. Because you were trained by the Mukhabarat, right? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trained by anybody. That, this is one of the questions he actually asked. He was like, have you ever like, received any military training? No. He was like, have you ever received any military training? I was like, no. He's like, have you been offered military training? I was like, no. Like, bro, I go to Notre Dame. I'm on the swimming team. Like, ask I was like, me. I wear a Speedo. I go back and forth yeah. like an idiot right. for four times a day. Yeah, <laughs> crazy, man. They, or like yeah. when, when I saw the, the statement from the uh, Israeli Swimming Federation that I'm a threat to their national security, I was like, if a guy in a Speedo yeah. that jumps in the water like an idiot yeah. trying to touch the wall before everybody else, that's the stupidest thing that you can ever do on your I life. If you really think about it. On a, like, I'm going to edit a photo of you yes. flexing threat to Israel's national security <laughs> oh, <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the Speedo. No, please don't. Please don't. I was like, what kind of national security have if I'm a threat to it? Literally. Oh, my God. Literally. It's crazy, bro. <laughs> the Iron Dome can't hold him back. Yeah. <laughs> But, but it was, uh, it yeah, was funny. Uh, Weird. So that's a great segue. Um, apparently, Egyptians are the funniest Arabs. Is that true? That's what our viewers think. Come on, bro. Tell them. Tell them. Honestly, I'm not, not going to defend ourselves yeah? that much. I think, it is. I, think Leish, we, I think we think it's true. Leish. Yeah, because um, like I was born and raised in Egypt. And throughout all the years like that we lived, because we all are like almost the same age and we've all been through almost all the same yeah like bullshit going around yeah and throughout every period of hard time the egyptian people i'm not gonna tell you like the people that have money and that that can travel and do everything but the people that have nothing throughout all the hard times they would always find the humor they would always joke about it they would always make it funnier and they would all come together like the amount of meme pages yeah that were born during like really tough times is, is massive. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude. Yeah, I think we were the first people to start making memes about COVID. Really? Like, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like the whole world is dying, yeah. and like you know, people Egyptians think so people like, think it's like a Resident started? Evil situation. You know, where yeah. like the world is ending and people collecting resources and toilet. How about toilet papers? We need to really talk oh, about man. that. Like, why did people collect fucking toilet papers, bro? Everyone thought because they, they don't use. Sub- I couldn't wipe my ass. <laughs> they don't have a sapate over here. Exactly. I was like, bro, take a fucking shower. Yeah. Why are you collecting toilet yeah. paper? And what are you doing with all this toilet paper? Right. How many assholes do you have? Asking <laughs> 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 yeah, that. Yeah. But then Egyptians are on the other side. We're just making, you know, making jokes out of it. Meanwhile, in Egypt, they're just in there. Yeah. Memes. Oh my god. During yeah. COVID, 
سموكن عالقيله سموكن You know the line, the queue where you put your bags, they wait, and then they give yeah. you your boarding pass? They gave us all papers, everyone that was on that flight. It was an Egypt air flight. And it said, and I quote, I, and then you put your name, hereby authorize the Egyptian government to take me anywhere and have me for any amount of time. Wow. <laughs> Signature. Jeez Louise. Bro, I, what if I didn't sign it? I was like, I'm not going to sign it. That's their quarantine rule? Yeah. yeah. I call my dad, and I'm like, what, what's that about? Yeah, and then he tells me where they're gonna take us. Hergada, did you take Marsalam? I I know some people that went to Hergada. I was like, why are you complaining? Why are you running to Hergada? Bro, the move. It's a free bro, trip. It was like a prison, bro. Like yeah, they, they said it was not. It was not good. Bro, it was like in the middle of nowhere. The area is not even built fully built yet. The airport literally had no sign, bro. Bro, and then the meals. The, the pilot was probably like, I mean, it so looks went like an airport. Like, you went to jail. Yeah, you went to prison. Much. He went can't to prison. You, can't you get there when you land? You're like, well, send him to Tayyib. Just hand him something. Just like, let you go. It's like, can I get my one phone call? <laughs> I didn't have the something to give him, bro. Yeah, I had no cash. Like, yeah. it was like, I just had my card, and you don't have cash up. Bro. Yeah. But the, the bribes in Egypt go, go a long way, though, huh? <laughs> okay, I, wa- I won't say it's bribing. I I would say idea, Egypt. Idea. No, Egypt is <laughs> Egypt is a big favor system. Mm. It's a recy- like if it's a recycling of favor system. Like I know Talal. Talal knows Assad, and Assad yeah. knows Omar, and like it goes that way. Yeah. Let's say you know Talal works at the the DMV, and and Assad looks at works at the Social Security office, right? right. And then Omar owns a a, a bar, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then I own a swim club. You three need to coach your kids for free. Yeah. You come to me. Right. I want to skip the line at DMV. Yeah. I call you. Salam. You know? Yeah. And then we all want to get shit-faced a Saturday night for free. We call right, Omar. right, right, yeah. And then it goes like that. Yeah. This is how I see Egypt. And I think it's beautiful. Yeah. No, it is a... If you want to win the Olympics, you come to me. For that, for the steroids. For the steroids. For the For the steroids. For For the Kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And this, you still have to do this till now? No, um, I got out of it. Got it. Alhamdulillah. Got out of the relationship. I got out of the relationship yeah. too. <laughs> Which I'm single I think uh, we're, we're starting you, to wrap up here. What made you cheat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Jude. Tell us the spicy question. What's funny is Wait, that I think this podcast actually broke up his just most recent relationship too. So I'll just say that. This trip, this travel... No, honestly, yeah. not. Really. Oh, oh, that's right. You're currently. Um, he was. What, what, I was like to ask you, how come you had to go to back to not to Kentucky? Yeah, uh, we broke up. You did? <laughs> she <laughs> broke up with me, dude. I went to sleep. She was apologizing about 
So I liked a girl's picture a month ago. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. I swear to God. Jeez. I swear to God. And, <laughs> was and she hot? The girl that I liked the picture? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, why else? It was a Halloween picture, so you yeah. know. Oh, Halloween! Uh, you, you know what was going on. You don't gotta say no. You more. already yeah. know what it is. Yeah. Unfortunately, stuck for a lot of cat. Aoudo billah, aoudo billah. Fadan, Halloween, huh? It's like. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. This year, I was not in. I was not here for Halloween. I was back home. I was doing Umrah. Alhamdulillah. Much better use of time. Yeah. Yeah. They don't oh, have yeah. Halloween in, in, in Saudi Arabia, I don't oh, think. I mean, no, I, honestly. I mean, recently, I, I, I bet. Oh, they I bet changed. They yeah, yeah I keep forgetting. Something's probably going probably, on, probably for Riyadh. Ah. Uh, yeah. Which is crazy because Riyadh was the most important place. And now it's like. Really? Yeah. yeah. I don't know what's going on. What, they, what, what are they holding against the people that don't talk? There has to be something. This guy's going to get us in trouble, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> He's the first line of defense, too. But <laughs> yeah. He's the. The security day, but uh, we could we could start to wrap this up. But uh, I just also wanted to we had like we have these contentious like arguments sometimes, um, especially about like what I wear. He's like my clothes police. Um, so speedos, haram or not? It depends because it's a very controversial yeah so topic I, on my Instagram. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Like I would I would dude I would do a educational video about how to wear paddles or how to use a snorkel or anything. And then people would leave all of that and be like, <laughs> And then they were like, How are are you not ashamed for yourself? Like going out there and you're like your thighs are all over the place. And I'm like, dude, like I'm not here to like flex my thighs or like, you know. You're it's not I'm I'm not, I'm not <laughs> No, the thing yeah, is, yeah. like, you're leaving it's the main. Based. Yes, it's context yes, based. Uh, you're you're leaving the main purpose. If I'm modeling for a speedo company, I don't think that's the right thing to do. If I'm wearing a speedo because this is what I have to wear to practice, then. But technically, can't you wear the the longer shorts? Dude, they get they get you know saggy and draggy Slowly and down. like yeah yeah. Do you have Except, to compete? Like at the the races, the actual races, do you have to be in like a speedo or do people? No, wear? we we wear we wear what's called a tech suit. Okay, but it's made it's basically made of like a very um, yes, it's elastic material. Like if you see if you see a tech suit before I put it on, you're like, there's no way you will fit in this. Like there's no way you will fit in. It's like yeah. so tight. It's yeah. so tight. Like this, bro. This is a tech All suit. right, <laughs> yeah, yeah. not one. even. I'll yeah. send you one. Yeah. But like, you, you, you you're not to fucking come to the coffee shop next time. Don't don't send anything. <laughs> <A> giga suit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's and it's it's like constricts the blood flow. Like it has like this like you know rubber band at the end of it to like prevent. Like people think I can just wear that. I and see. plus plus if you wear it out, you can only wear it for like four or five times before it, like it loses its buoyancy and like. Um, all these things, yeah. and it's five hundred dollars. Wow. I'm not gonna wear one for practice. Yeah. So your well, other choice would be a a speedo. speedo. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Yeah. So do you do you think like it's basically excused in that regard, like because it's like you have no other choice, basically. I've never really asked a scholar about yeah. that. I think I should. Yeah. I think I should because I don't want to give out misinformation. Yeah. But I believe I'm not. I. I, th- I mean, there's also. You know, I'm doing this with with an intention of 
being a better person and being a better athlete. I'm yep. not doing I, like I'm not when I'm putting on the speedo. My idea is practice. Yep. I'm not yep. putting on the speedo. Be like all these women are gonna be watching me and my abs, and then come feel it. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then someone could say, but for social media, you could. Yeah. But then, hey, Blur it out or some yeah, shit. it's you know that's the, that's yeah. the yeah. idea bars. of like yeah. I'm, I'm, bars. <laughs> it, it doesn't. I mean, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Like I'm a swimmer. I'm gonna take pictures while I'm doing my my stuff. Like right. I, a, a gym coach would take pictures while he's lifting. Yeah. You know, yeah. a tennis player would take pictures while yeah. he's playing tennis. Right. Why can't it's, I do that? It's, it's <laughs> funny. I actually looked it up because we're gonna hopefully have Samir Banut on. on, on I, He's oh, 1983, Mr. Geez. Olympia, knows, yeah. Lebanese Mr. Olympia. Anyway, I, I see him at the yeah, yeah I see him at yeah. the gym all the time. And I thought to myself, I was like, I just googled is our steroids haram? And of course, like you know, change it's your body. And stuff. But like bodybuilding, and it's it's the explosion of it in the Middle East was was interesting. But I looked into it. A lot of people train and and become really like successful bodybuilders, but don't compete because they have to be in, in the, in the, the speedo the sp or like the very tiny, you know, bikini t type suits. So it's an what, interesting, what, what uh, they call it? it's a thong posing Ooh. trunks or something. I believe, yeah. I believe it's a thong. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Those ones. We have some experts on the topic in the room. We want to ask you guys, as the representatives of, of, Egypt. Uh, of Egypt, did aliens build the pyramids? Fuck no. Man. No. Fuck no. You guys built that. it, right? It was Omar. Abu Tare built the pyramids. <laughs> this motherfucker's <laughs> like this guy and you. Yeah, yeah exactly. The stone on one, one shoulder. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Each, each stone yeah. is like almost as big as, I think as big as this table, and they weigh like... like 200 pounds. I will say, yeah, if, yeah, if someone will do it, it's, it's Egyptians, man. If someone will do it, because like in Jordan, like a lot of the people that come to, to work and like construction and stuff, Holy a lot of them are Egyptian, and those motherfuckers will carry anything, bro. Holy fuck. Yeah. Hieroglyphs are just memes. I just fucking. <laughs> Ancient memes. And you guys yeah. were making memes all the way back then. That's crazy. Yeah. I just put two and two together. But here's the thing here's the thing. Why is nobody questioning the pyramids in Mexico, bro? We are. Why are they flat? Like I don't care. Yeah, I don't exactly. care. But nobody says, oh, the aliens have pyramids in Mexico. See? Since <laughs> they do have pyramids in Mexico. Really? But you don't I, think they're aliens. Aztec pyramids. No, I don't think it's aliens. How did oh. they how did they do it then? How did they do it? I don't know. Yeah. I I, I remember watching a documentary by Zaya Hawass about it. But he's one of the like the biggest Egyptologists ever. Got it. I think he is. Got it. He's he's the Egyptology daddy. He explains it pretty well. Like I how, think so, yeah. How I think it wasn't he can look it up. Yeah, he's but. like, and and he like, uh, he reads through the ancient like roll ups and stuff. Got it, got it. Sounds like you're just covering up for the aliens. If I'm being honest with you. I mean, dude, if I'm on the <laughs> alien side, I would love it. Yeah. Um, just well, uh, is there, no, go ahead. Tuddle, tuddle. Uh, something that I really uh, love about what happened recently in the midst of all that is that the younger Generations, I'm talking like 12, 13-year-olds, 14, 15, they, 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 they got like a fire in their heart for that mm -hmm. case and they're talking about it and they're learning about it and they're for yeah. for being case? proactive. Uh, Palestine? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they just got... We can end on that. Yeah, yeah, quick, they, yeah. They, got, they got an overall better sense of awareness. Like I was really concerned for this generation. Yeah. 
they're all all they're doing is TikTok dances, you know, right. going live on TikTok and asking people to like keep tapping and, and it, stuff and it, like that. And it turns out this generation is going to be the one that actually frees Palestine. So I hope so. Yeah, they're definitely more like connected to the the world. They're more informed than we were at, at their age. Like, is that? I is that I, I, I would I would want to believe I was informed, but like, I feel like they're also like you'd see a lot of the startups in the Middle East are like or like the little small businesses are not now more with this generation than it is you know the older generations like me and Alma you wouldn't see that much between right, us you right. see it like a little bit in the younger generation and I'm like I'm really happy and proud for that and it's like it's one of the reasons why I started talking about religion more in my and I got I got heat for it honestly the other day from a talent manager uh, who's not my talent manager but he was just <laughs> telling me Bro. some random yeah, guy calls you yeah he was like you just talk about religion all the time you're an athlete you should just only talk about swimming I was like athletes are a source of inspiration if I'm talking about my journey with religion and how I want to inspire you know people to get better with it because yeah. uh, you know it, this is a different generation they're way more exposed to a lot of things that we were not exposed to at all yeah. all these things that are happening in the world all these changes the new rules you know all these new ideologies that were never there yeah. when we were growing up. Right. You know? Yeah. And I believe it's kind of like a moral obligation, like you said. You have a platform, you, get, you, you use it in the better way. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree I, with that. Yeah, and I think um, we're, we're definitely going to have to have you on again when you have more time in L.A., show you around. And after you win first in the Olympics... Holding the Palestinian flag on the on the podium, yes, sir. Uh, it's it's gonna change the world, man. And just like and so. you, you've, you've done a lot, and I think you're gonna keep doing um, so. oh, some some really big things. You like the idea of like pan Arabism? It's the idea that Arabs should have a collective national identity, like instead of being split into different countries, like we're all. That's what Gamal was a big proponent of. Yeah, I don't think so. You don't think so? Late. I mean, not to get political. It's just the idea. No, no, like I'm we have, we have, we have different cultures. Yeah. You know, we have we have different um, ethics, morals. I mean, not vastly different, right. but like, it's it's a different culture. It's like kind of thinking like all countries are Africa are the same. Yeah. And like it's not. Yeah. You know, we have we have different traditions. For example, there's there's traditions different, even in in places in Egypt. Yeah. So you cannot like just mix all these people right, and right. have like. I think uh, we should yeah. have our own identities, but also just figure out a way to work better together. I think. Yes, that's that's a, yes. That's a yes. Way much is clear. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes. Yeah. Because uh, any any group of people, I think that that's just my whole message to like all humanity is just we all work a lot better together. It's just, you know I think the only time when when the world was kind of all together was during COVID. Mm. Yeah, because yeah. everybody was like, "How the fuck do we fix this?" Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Somebody fucked us up. Yeah, but we need to fix this. So right. we like kind of you would see Egypt sending aid to the U.S. and the U.S. sending aid to like whatever, and then Germany sending a hospital. But you know, yeah, f and everybody like kind of worked together. That's there true. was, you know, there was no differentiation of like yeah. religion, so, politics. Right. So right. literally, no. we need an out. We need aliens to come and and mm -hmm. and invade. So yes. that we have a united a common cause, enemy. Yes. common enemy. Yes, so we, we all yeah. be like, you know. But I feel like some people will still sell us out. I'll, Probably. Yeah. The same like ones those that, damn uh, leftists. Same ones that started COVID, right? 
I don't know who. No, no, man. Yeah, it's true. It's kind of like, have you guys seen Transformers? The Dark Side of the Moon. When the when okay. the when the human basically sold them, he was like, "Cause I've been like serving the Decepticons for their last. My family <laughs> served the Decepticons, yeah. and he thought he's gonna survive because he's like serving the Decepticons. Lasted. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just yeah. like yeah, they always they always lose in the end. No, you're but, right though. Like during during COVID, like there was that idea that every we're all in this together. We're all going through the same thing. Even I remember like seeing celebrities start to post about covid it's like oh shit they're human too like they're part of this world that i live in you know they're not just in this like realm of their own so i think there was a collective identity and a collective trauma i think that we're still like dealing with like people are yeah. more weary now and shit like that. everybody had their reasons i mean some people were like we're really struggling we cannot make money because we're not working some people were like well, dude i want to travel and have fun and then somebody else like me which not really. I was like, I want to get back into swimming. I don't want to go yeah. to the pool. Right. Yeah. You wink. know? But yeah, every wink, wink. Could yeah. you swim? Could you still practice during COVID? You, you technically could because you could not transform it through water. water? Yeah, because really? it's it's a lot of chlorine. Dude, the amount oh, of chlorine right, in the water right. will kill. As long as you oh, stayed yeah, in the yeah, pool, yeah, yeah. you'll be fine. Yeah, the amount of chlorine yeah. in, the, in, in the water will kill everything probably that you yeah, breathe, yeah, in, yeah. breathe in. Yeah, that's, that's kind of what sucks about swimming because, like, I've gotten... I've gotten into like natural products and like even my soap. I don't like it to be too abrasive. My cousin says I'm a bit of a hippie, but I just uh, I just I like to be say. organic. Organic. Uh, yeah. yeah. Why I live in LA, bro. Why aren't the Olympic pools salt water, for example? Yeah, like that would be much better. That chlorine. Salt is, water. Yeah. Like salt water pools. Is there a reason why they're not? Is, is chlorine versus salt? To to. Is there I, like think, a I think I think it's just easier infection. to manage. Yeah. And it's easier to manage. Like, there's a lot that goes into it. Chlor okay, so you're saying, like, it disinfects it's not just, everything. It's, it's not just chlorine. It's chlorine. Um, I, I know I know in Arabic. If you try to, like, dive. Yeah, okay, I feel you. There, I swam in one pool, actually, that was that had bromine instead of chlorine. What? Yes. Yeah, damn, what happened? Uh, I mean, it was, it was, it, the water was salty. I'll tell you that. It was salty and a little acidic, but it was, it was in Morocco. Bro, me and I like. And uh, on that see, note. See, that's <laughs> why, that's why Egyptians are funnier. That's why Egyptians are funnier. You stick to three plus ten. Make, let us, yeah, let, let, us the, let, the yeah, let us do the jokes. Got it, got it. Yeah, All man, right. you guys run Hollywood in the Middle East. Yeah, kind of. We kind of do. Yeah, uh, Pallywood, as they say. Hollywood. <laughs> oh, it's, it's Dude, Egypt. a girl, a girl on my team asked me the other day. She's like, "Do they have Bollywood in Egypt?" What? <laughs> <laughs> I was Swipe like, left. Yeah. Right, I yeah. was like, <laughs> <laughs> X. Yeah. I was like, Nah, that's in India. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. So yeah, we could talk. Uh, we 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 need definitely needed part two for sure. But yeah, uh, sure. yeah I mean, again. Uh, so glad we were able to make this happen, man. Um, again, we wish you were here for longer. We're about to go get some shawarma. Yep. And, some uh, shawarma. I haven't had shawarma in a very long time. Yeah. I'll tell you that. And hopefully it, it's uh, it's all well worth it. So yeah. Thanks for watching episode nine with Haridi Abdurrahman Arabi. Thanks for having me, guys. Keep swimming. Just keep swimming, baby. Just keep Just swimming. Keep swimming. <laughs> Salam alaikum.